Let's talk about our democracy for a minute. <laughs> but let's do it in a way that makes the snowflakes' heads explode. Let me be clear before this podcast begins. We are loud, loud proud, proud, and do not give a fuck. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast. Real and raw political and social commentary. The freedom to oppress the rights of other people is not liberty, you shit-eating moron. Ah, the smell of freedom of speech. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast, and this is Tony Michaels. Hey, Tony, fuck them. Autocrats only understand one word. No. 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 I would add a little bit of um, spice to Joe Biden's quote there from his speech in Poland. I would add fuck no. You can fuck all the way off if you're an autocrat. No, you're not. You're not going to take a sovereign nation like Ukraine. It's not going to happen. He says Ukraine will never be a victory for Russia. Never. You can fuck all the way off, is what Joe Biden told Vladimir Putin this morning from Poland, from Warsaw, as Joe Biden showed his strength and liberal democracies strength around the world by preempting Putin's speech. What, what, you know, I, I really miscalculated how important Joe Biden's um, walking through the streets in the courtyard with the bomb raid, national bomb raid sirens going off. I really underestimated it. And the reason why is because I didn't know exactly what Putin was going to say. But apparently the Biden administration has really good spies in Russia and they knew exactly what that motherfucker was going to say. Folks, I don't know if you know this or not, but Putin is a pussy-ass bitch. Why do you think pussy-ass bitches here in this country love him and capitulate to his to his autocratic ways? Because they are pussy-ass bitches. This is, um, this is a sign that Putin is reaching his end. Now, it may take a while. It may take a while, but Putin's getting close to the end here. And the longer he lets this um, this war crimes go on that he is committing in Ukraine, the shorter his reign will be. I, I, I don't know if, if that signal isn't quite sent yet, especially to the boneheads on the right wing in this country who love dictators. Oh, they fucking love them some dictators. So much so that Donald Trump is making propaganda videos about education police. I'm going to talk about that today too. But our president of the United States, someone who's, oh, he's old, he's weak, he's feeble. This morning in his speech, he gave Vladimir Putin two middle fingers and basically said, yeah, that nuclear war thing that you're trying to threaten, you can shove it up your fucking ass. You can take your nukes and shove them up your fucking ass. And I dare China to give them weapons. I dare China because that's what he's saying. He said Ukraine will never be a victory for Russia. Never. He is sending a signal around the world that Western liberal democracy is going to stand with Ukraine. They're going to stand with Ukraine. 
They're going to provide weapons and arms for Ukraine to defeat Russia. It's not complicated to understand. It's not complicated to see the language that President Biden is using. You know, I talk about this a lot, and I know I'm I'm on repeat here, but it bears repeating over and over and over and over again. Liberalism is not weak. Authoritarianism is weak. If you bend to authoritarians, it is weak. Fucking weak sauce. We watched last night. I'm going to show you a clip of Tucker Carlson genuflecting, genuflecting to Putin and Putin's propaganda here. And, you know, everyone wants to um, call it Russian propaganda, which is, a, you know, a good buzz phrase. But Putin's propaganda is the propaganda that is mind-fucked Russians into believing shit that just isn't true. This is what autocracies do. This is what authoritarian murderous dictators do. They mind-fuck their, their, their population into believing their lies. And I believe with the speech that Putin gave, I actually believe that that guy has convinced himself of his lies, just like Trump has convinced himself of his own fucking lies. This is what happens. They get delusional. They get isolated. Hitler did the same motherfucking thing. Hitler was making all kinds of decisions at the end of the Second World War in Europe that were not based in any kind of reality. That's why That's why some of the Nazis were trying to murder that motherfucker, trying to assassinate him. Because he was absolutely down a rabbit hole that was not going to end well for themselves. And I would imagine that the longer Putin goes on with this with this war in Ukraine where he's murdering civilians because he has no other way to gain any kind of any kind of advantage other than committing war crimes to terrify the population in Ukraine. I would imagine that his reign is getting smaller and smaller. I mean, you know, maybe the guy eats an ammo sandwich or something. I don't know. This is usually, usually they either eat the ammo sandwich themselves or they're fed an ammo ammo sandwich. That's usually what happens to murderous fucking dictators who commit war crimes on a neighboring sovereign nation and killing civilians, murdering them. Because you want to gain an advantage. And this whole idea, (laughs) this whole idea that NATO is the enemy and, and, and watching Tucker Carlson, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and the other fucking real America first Nazis in this country perpetuate that shit is laughable. Fucking laughable. Everyone said when Trump was like, oh, we need to hold NATO accountable, and make them pay their weight and blah, blah, blah. Everyone's like, well, you know, maybe, maybe he's got a point. Maybe, you know, he's just being, he's just being Trump, blah, 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 yakety schmackety. Listen, the reason why Putin is in the position that he's in where he's doing what he's doing is because our population elected an autocrat. And they continue to play footsie with that motherfucker. That is why Putin has any kind of fucking footing in his narrative at all. We have American, we have Congress people in this. We have elected members of Congress who are, who are basically siding with our fucking enemy of democracy. 
because they fucking hate democracy. Anyone who's out there pushing Russian propaganda at all, at all, in this conflict of Russia and Ukraine, oh, well, it's NATO. NATO did this. NATO did that. You would not have Finland and Sweden running to NATO if NATO was the enemy. You fucking boneheads. They're trying to protect their citizens. They're trying to protect their country from being shelled like Ukraine from a murderous fucking dictator who has lost his goddamn marbles. Actually, he didn't lose his marbles. Putin's marbles packed their shit and fucking left. They got tired of that shit. That's how bad it is. I don't know if you listen to any part of the speech. I don't speak Russian. But I listened to some of the translation of the Putin speech. The craziest part is it was right-wing accounts posting this shit on Twitter. They're like, yeah, Putin. What? Okay. This is fucking, this is, listen, it's not right-wing. They're Russian accounts. Okay. All the, all the Trump, I love Trump MAGA accounts. You're like, God damn, there's so many Trump supporters on, on Twitter. They're, they're Russians. What the fuck are you gonna? What what am I gonna do? I, what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to fucking beat around the bush? You think you come here to watch the Tony Michaels podcast, listen to my show, and think I'm gonna beat around the bush? Not just tell you how I think it is. Fuck them. But all the while, all the while, you have um, Putin spending his life. Even <laughs> if you watch the audience, like the audience takes the shots of the audience during the speech. Woo, baby. They're not even buying that shit. I mean, they know it's all bullshit, but at least they could be like, yeah, whoa, yeah, oh my God, oh. I mean, you know, the, the craziest part to me is that the Trump cult, the MAGA cult here in America, like, the it's it's not a large percentage of people, right? Like, yeah, you know, it's below 12%, I believe. It's probably dwindling below 10% at this point as Ron DeSantis and, and Donald Trump battle it out for the Republican nomination. It's going to dwindle down even more. But at least, at least, <laughs> still in this country, I mean, Trump hadn't been in power that long. Putin's been in power for a long time over there. And he's murdered a lot of people. And they know they've murdered a lot of people. You'd think they'd have a little more enthusiasm. Or at least... Uh, uh, <laughs> pretend to have here in this country. Oh, God damn. I showed you a, a video. Uh, was it last week? Hell, I don't know. I can't keep fucking track with these morons uh, of, of uh, Donald Trump down at Mar-a-Lago saying that Carrie Lake won. Carrie Lake was in the audience like, yeah, she won by a lot. And everyone was like, yeah, woo. like at least they pretend to be enthusiastic at this point. I mean, they ain't got much longer for that enthusiasm to last. This motherfucker is going to lose again. Did you did you see the video of him describing an education police where he basically basically what he wants to do is have the Trump youth. You remember the um, the history from it was Europe. Um, I believe it was, you know, the late 20s into the 30s up till about, oh, I don't know, 1944, 1945, something like that <clears throat> in uh, in a in a little country in Europe called Germany. Uh, there was a dude. Um, his name is right on the tip of my tongue. Um, Kanye West talks about him a lot. I think his name is Hitler. He, um, (laughs) oh my God, this guy, I swear to God, I, I think, I really do think 
that Trump's team with Liz Harrington has been coming and watching this show when we when me and Gabe Sanchez break down each one of these fucking videos from Mar Lago that he does. I swear to God, there's no way they're not watching. I know it sounds crazy. Like, Tony, you think Liz Harrington's coming and why? I, I really actually think she's coming to get pointers on how to make these fucking videos better. Well, I mean, you know, quote, better. <laughs> I mean, oh, fuck, we get the laugh. I think this video is so hilarious. And the reason why it's so hilarious is because what what Trump is doing is so obvious. He is trying to make sure that Ron DeSantis has no entry into this race at all whatsoever like Ron DeSantis is like get rid of all books get rid of all books in Florida and if a teacher has books we'll put them in prison and Donald Trump's like oh well hold my beer we'll put the fucking kids in prison like what the fuck are you people talking about I'm, I'm dead serious I'm 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 not kidding you if you if you haven't heard this video yet he is basically saying we are going to have a, an education police and we are going to, I don't know, Gestapo, Gestapo soup style discipline our children. Like what in the fuck? Whoa. I mean, there's a lot of states that still have corporal punishment in schools. It, I'm, I'm serious. It's true. There are schools all around the country that the principal can get a paddle off the wall, wooden paddle off the wall and spank a kid. That's a fucking thing still in this country. A, 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 an administrative official can fucking can physically hit a child for punishment in some states. Some states it's outlawed, but some states it's still real. I remember when I was a kid, there was a fucking paddle on the wall in the principal's office. I only went there a couple times a week. <clears throat> Anyways, so back to the education police. I would have been in big trouble um, under Trump's authoritarian rule as a kid. I would have been in serious trouble. Oh, I question authority like a motherfucker. I don't know if you noticed that, but I don't give a shit. If you're not questioning authority, then you're not doing this whole democracy thing correctly. You're just you're just not doing it correctly. You must question authority. Anyways, so Donald Trump, we're going to watch this video today. I promise you we're going to watch this video. The other video I want to show you today that is a highlight that I found, uh, it's a gem. Oh, boy, it's fucking gem. It's a gem. From Marjorie Taylor Greene, um, Patriot Takes posted this video uh, earlier. I, this seems like an old video. I mean, she would still say the same shit today. I'm not sure where this is from or when this is from. But Marjorie, Marjorie Taylor Hooffoot Green, otherwise known as the Petty Yeti, I referred to her as the pussy-ass pipe-bombing bitch this morning. Because she's crying about how white men have it bad in this. I'm not, I'm not kidding you. This video, the entire video is about how white men have it hard. White men got it difficult in this. Look, as a white dude, I'm here to tell you that is all 100% bullshit. And I've heard white dudes tell me this before. I've heard white dudes tell the, me this shit to my face. Like, yeah, us white men, us white men are oppressed. And I'm like, what are you talking about, man? When have you ever come up against a challenge? Well, you know... I heard, I heard that that Daryl tried to get a job and there was a black woman and he didn't get the job because of a black woman. Well, it's probably because she's smarter. She's better at the fucking job. She's probably more qualified than Daryl. Daryl is an idiot. He's a dumb fuck. 
He really is. And the reason why he's a dumb buck is because he's a white dude. He's been allowed in this country with his privilege just to sail by. To have no accountability. No, no fucking responsibility. Just sail by based on his privilege that he has given to him by our the, the institution of our society in this democracy. And that is the thing that we must fight against. Yes, 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 I know. Privilege is great to all you white hate watchers out there who think I'm a race traitor. Listen, listen, just because you give other people the same privilege you get doesn't mean you lose your privilege, you stupid fuck. Equity and equality is not a scary thing. And if it is a scary thing, you have white privilege. (laughs) I don't understand why Marjorie Taylor Greene doesn't understand this. The reason why she's standing in front of her cell phone talking about how white people got it bad, especially white men, is because there is white privilege. Oh, my God. I... I can't, I can't, I can't just run around being racist anymore. I can't go into a subway and and tell the people of color that are working there and call them the N-word and throw stuff at them and yell and scream at them and bark orders at them without someone recording it and putting it on social media and showing the world that I'm a white supremacist racist. I can't even do that anymore. What kind of country is this? Is that what she's talking about? That's what she's fucking talking about. That's what she's talking about. The freedom to oppress the rights of other people is not liberty, Marjorie. And by the way, by the way, equality and equity to the oppressors makes them feel oppressed. And that's where the phrase pussy ass bitch comes in. And I think it's highly, highly appropriate in this situation. Uh, Today is Tuesday. You know what Tuesday is. It's Taco Tuesday all around the world. One of our favorite food days, Taco Tuesday, but it's also Texas Paul Tuesday. We have Texas Paul here, and we're going to talk about this Russia-Ukraine news with Joe Biden being over in Russia and in Poland. Um, I, I, I think he's just coming off the speech. I'm not sure. I don't know if he's done. i just seen clips of it. I really, honestly, I, I, I may go watch the whole thing today, but um, after just the few clips, I, I, I know what Joe Biden's aim is here. After watching clips of Putin's speech, I know exactly what the administration did by putting Joe Biden on the ground with President Zelensky uh, in the moment before Putin's speech. It's beautiful. Um, everyone's wanting to know if we're going to have a, a world war and a nuclear war. Not, 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 not in the near future, not with Joe Biden being the president of the United States or not. That's for damn sure. Um, Putin has totally, totally underestimated Joe Biden and his his chops for foreign policy. And I think um, how he has his thumb on the world's view. Now, a lot of people are talking about China this morning, China and Russia and how, you know, world war and nuclear bombs. Um, I'm very confident with what has transpired over the last 48 hours that we are not we are not closer to a nuclear war. We are further away from it. And the more Putin leans into this conflict in Ukraine, the shorter his reign is going to be. So it, Vladimir Putin, hey, hey, Vladdy, if you're listening, if you're listening, which you probably wouldn't listen to this. I don't think he speaks. Does he speak English? I don't think he does. I think he just speaks Russian. You think he would? He was KGB. Like he's not a dumb guy. Putin's not stupid. I mean, I mean, <laughs> guess it depends on what you define as stupid. But I mean, he's not—he's not fucking dumb. He's just a little ignorant. He's delusional. Does he speak English? I have no idea. Maybe he refuses to speak English. 
But Blatty, if you if you're listening, if you're listening, man, man, I would either recommend an ammo sandwich for lunch or or just giving up on this whole you're gonna win in Ukraine thing. I I just <laughs> I'm not sure if you understand what just happened, but what just happened is the beacon of liberal Western democracy just got in front of a microphone and said, No, bitch, no. Autocrats only understand one word. No, no, no. And Ukraine will never be a victory for Russia. Never is what Joe Biden, the president of the United States, just said in Poland. And the entirety of NATO and the Western liberal democracies around the world stand behind him. You're fucked, buddy. You and 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 the fact that you have to go to China, the fact that you have to go to China only shows your weakness. It only shows how how clear it is that you are not going to win in Ukraine and your days are numbered. So my advice, I mean, this would be my advice if I was Putin's advisor. I would tell him, you should probably fuck off is what you should. I, I think that's what you, you should fuck off and not do the whole Ukraine thing anymore. You should really just go back to riding horses without your shirt on and, you know, sending love letters to Trump. That's probably a thing that you should do and get back to the end troll on Twitter. Right. I mean, we're always going to have the what 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 would Twitter be with all the Russian bot trolls? What would it be? I mean, would it even be Twitter anymore? Elon, I want to know if we didn't have the Russian bot trolls, would it be Twitter anymore? Um, I'll wait for a response. Uh, while we're waiting on the response, I want to tell you and I want to thank you for supporting the Tony Michaels podcast, sharing, liking, watching. The audience is growing larger and larger every single week. And I want to tell you, yesterday we had a goal of getting to 100 on the pa- on my Patreon. And you guys blew it out of the water. We're at 109. I can't even tell you how excited I am that that you have that much support for me. It is. It made my day yesterday when you guys slammed through slam through that number of 100. So we're going to set a new goal today here on the Tony Michaels podcast of 150. Why not? Let's reach celebration sooner. Don't you think? So 150. So if you're out there and if you're considering supporting the show, do it in a lot of different ways. Here's how you can do it. You can share this link. You can, you can, you can subscribe to YouTube. It's, it's free. Just go to the Tony Michaels podcast on YouTube, subscribe for free. You can go follow us on Twitter with all the Russian bot trolls at Tony Michaels Pod. You can download every single episode for free on Apple, Spotify, Google, absolutely 100% free. You can follow me on Twitter for free at the Tony Michaels. Tony Michaels. On Twitch, if you're a Prime user, if you have Amazon Prime, you can log into Twitch and you get one free subscription. You can give that subscription to me. And that helps out the show. It's free to do that if you were if you are an Amazon Prime member. But if you can like, share, just spread the word. Tell your friends. Tell anyone that you know about this show because this show is free. It doesn't cost you a nickel to watch or listen to this show on any platform, any device. Two hours every single weekday, Monday through Friday, noon Eastern, 11 Central, 9 Pacific, live on YouTube. And Facebook, simulcasting from the Midas Touch Facebook page, as a matter of fact. But I want to thank all the patrons out there, the members of Patreon out there that got us over 100. Thank you so much. And I understand. I understand that sometimes you can't afford the monetary support. No problem. 
you come here, you chat every day. This is one of the best audiences, one of the best conversations in the world right here on the Tony Michaels podcast. And it's it's because of you. And I want I want you to get into the chat on YouTube or on Facebook or on Twitch. And I want you to thank the moderators there as well. They work their asses off making sure that the hate watchers keep just hate watching and get rid of the trolls. The ones that are just here to troll and say racist shit and all kinds of crazy stuff. You know the ones I'm talking about. You're in the chat. You're in the chat. So thank you very much uh, for blowing through the goal of 100. Let's get to 150. I appreciate all the support. And again, this is my job. That's how That's how I make money. One more way I make money is if you go to the, the merch store. Go to store.dtonymichaels.com. Help me out over there. There's a new design surf set, motherfuckers. I actually put a pullover hoodie. There will be more merch coming with the surf set, motherfuckers. So if you're waiting on a certain type of merch, like a sticker or something, don't fret. It's coming. I'll let you know when it's there. Just keep checking back at store.thetonymichaels.com. That's store.thetonymichaels.com. Boy, what an exciting week we have. So much news. One other piece of news that I haven't even got to yet that I'm sure we'll work into this week, if not today. We got to talk about it. It's Kevin McCarthy giving Tucker Carlson 40,000 hours (laughs) of insurrection footage. Now, a lot of people are really upset about this. They're really upset. But here's (laughs) when I heard that this is what was happening. I was like, oh, this is totally going to blow up in their face. This is good. I I really honestly, I was like, this is going to create hours of me mocking Tucker Carlson is what it's going to do. It's listen, there's no way Tucker Carlson isn't going to fuck this up. No fucking way. Tucker Carlson is not going to fuck this up. No way. Not especially not after seeing the text messages that we've seen about the big lie in the 2020 election, how he didn't believe any of that shit. And he thought they were lunatics. Anyone that was selling that garbage. There's no way Tucker doesn't fuck this up. And I'll tell you why later on the show, if we can get to that point, uh, we are going to get to it sometime this week. For show, for show, for show. Don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, you know what time it is. It is Texas Paul Tuesday. Stick around. We'll be right back right after this. We'll be right back. Mark, 60 seconds. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast. I've always wanted to learn a new language, but whenever I try, it never sticks. So when Babbel made a MAGA edition, I knew I had to give it a try. Babbel MAGA edition makes it really easy to learn. And there's lots of lessons to choose from, like subtly racist to full-blown white supremacist. The first lesson began with learning simple phrases. And soon I was putting those words and phrases into a conversation. Each lesson takes about 10 to 15 minutes to complete. And they're all really different, which keeps things interesting. The app is really smart. It actually keeps track of the words that I'm struggling with. I chose Babel MAGA Edition because it's created by smart white people, like me. And now I can't wait to explore, meet new friends, and use my new MAGA skills with my in-laws. All lives matter! Jumping back into it, this is the Tony Michaels Podcast. Welcome back to the show. 
fucking Tuesday. Oh my god, it's Tuesday and it feels like there's a month worth of news to get to. We only got an hour and a half. Oh fuck. Well, we got two hours tomorrow. That's how it goes. That is how it goes. And you know what Tuesday is. I don't even think I need to tell you what Tuesday is because everyone's in the comments. Texas Paul, Texas Paul, Texas Paul, Texas Paul. I want to welcome the one, the only Texas Paul to the Tony Michaels podcast. Texas Paul, it's Tuesday. How are you, sir? Wonderful, sir. Wonderful. It's good to be with you. I always, I always love doing this show, man. I do. This is this oh. is the best show on earth, isn't it? I'm telling you, you're, so. you're killing it, Tony. I mean, you're I killing mean, I it. I think so. I mean, you know, I'm a little biased though, but yeah, it's just me. no. I'm. I agree with you, man. You do an amazing job. I really, I look forward to this all week long. I do. I, I sit there all week. You know what? I need to talk about this on Tony. I wonder what Tony's show is going to be Tuesday. And then, you know, that's why you. <laughs> you were texting me this texting. morning. <laughs> yeah, you were texting me this morning. What are we going to talk about? And I think I text back, text back, Russia, Russia, Russia. Uh, is what yeah, we're man. Talk about because that's, that's the big news today. Um, and I don't, I don't know if you've you've watched any of the clips of Biden's speech. Uh, the yeah. one that stands out to me, of course, he, he there's a few clips that stand out. He was talking about Finland and Sweden joining NATO, uh, which obviously is a huge sign for NATO that NATO is not the enemy here. Like they're not gathering up nations to protect their citizens and their democracies from an autocrat like Putin because you know they're the bad guy. I mean, if you think democracy is bad, I guess they're the bad guy to Marjorie Taylor Greene and Tucker Carlson. I guess they would be the bad guy because they love democracy. They want democracy. But the the, the one the clip that stands out to me the most um, is Joe Biden when he talks about autocrats, understanding one word. And that's no, no, no. And there's there's never going to be a victory in Russia. I think he's sending a signal to China because that's been the talk that Putin's going to try to sink, seek help from China to arm himself. Yeah, there's been so much behind the scenes stuff going on. You know, the right wingers are trying to run with the, oh, we're going to have a nuclear war thing because Putin keeps talking about talking about that. That is actually just a message. I mean, we don't have any real diplomacy going on with Russia right now. Um, That's just a message from Putin that says, look, I go down, all of my nukes are up for grab and there's nothing I can do about it. That's not really a threat that he you – know, no freaking way Putin starts a nuclear exchange. No way. I mean, it's just not going to happen. He loves his country. And that's one thing you can say about Putin is he is a patriot. He loves Russia. He does not want Russia to be a smoldering ash heap any more than we want America to be a smoldering ash heap. That and if he, is went, and if he started to fire nuclear weapons, they would be a smoldering ash heap. They would. They would. I mean, they trident missiles. It would not end well for a lot of people, but Russia is would be at the top of that ash heap of not ending. It well. would take two minutes for the subs with the trident missiles to get their orders. The bur- Russian birds would still be in the air when they're launching their retaliation strike. It's just that's not reality. The right wingers are losing their minds over it. That's just a message from Putin that says, Hey, look, I go down. We have instability, and there's a lot of shit happening in Russia right now that that really backs that up, man. It's getting crazy over there. Well, and likely um, the uh, the likelihood that Putin actually has a modern um, nuclear arsenal is actually very unlikely. Like, there's a lot of evidence that shows that his arsenal is aged. Um, it's probably not it's not functional 100. percent so even if he wanted to have a strike, he doesn't have that much capability that he would have had 20, 30 years ago. And, yeah. and, and, and in that fact is when he's seeking help 
from China because let's be honest here. Ukraine had to seek help from the from the outside world, the outside uh, Western liberal democracy world, because they were not equipped to go against Russia. Now, Putin thought he was going to take this in three hours a year ago. And here we are a year from now. And Putin has to give a big speech which Joe Biden shit all over of yesterday. I mean, he hey man, brother. shit Good on that. Now, and, I, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you yesterday, um, I saw the significance in the, in the meeting with him and Zelensky, but, but I didn't un- quite understand it until after I listened to some of Putin's speech. And I was like, holy fuck, our spies in Russia are so much better than the spies <laughs> here in the United States. Because I, I bet, I bet they knew almost every single word that Putin was going to say before he said it months ago. Um, I, I, yeah. I think that's 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 probably the intelligence that we got and they acted on. Yeah, there are spies and our strategists. I mean, we know we know what corner Putin's backed into and we know why China's helping him out. It's not because China wants to end up in a pissing contest with us. That's the last thing they want. China's saying we need we need Russia not to collapse. And Biden sent a clear message in that speech today. No matter what happens. Putin goes. Right. Well, and, and that's why I said earlier that I think, you know, Putin, you know, this ends badly for him either way. And he's really in a situation where he's not going to get out of this um, without, you know, again, eating an ammo sandwich. Rather, someone feeds it to him or he eats it himself. Uh, and I, I use that phrase, but everyone knows what the hell I'm talking about. I mean, this is how this is how authoritarian, uh, murderous dictators commit war crimes. This is how it ends for them. And it's not going to end well for Putin. And the longer he commits to the atrocities in Ukraine by invading and killing civilians just for the sake of taking their sovereign democracy as a land grab of it used to be the used to be Russia is it, it, it is only it is only making his reign smaller and his time as as the leader of Russia smaller, I believe. Yeah, and, and in his speech today, he was talking about preserving human rights and shit like that when they're, I mean, it's oh just hypocritical as hell. I mean, they're just uh, war criminals, you know? They're just war criminals. I, I really believe over the next little bit, you're going to see, because uh, you know who Yevgeny Prigozhin is, the head of the Wagner Group? Uh, explain explain that. You sent that to me, and I, I told you to bring it up today. So explain right. to the audience yeah. what's going on. Well, you've, you've, if you don't know, the, the majority of the, the gains that are going on in Russia right now have been by the Wagner Group because they're using that old World War II uh, Russian Soviet style of just yeeting people across the field to try to get – there are some estimates that Wagner is losing a 1,000 mercenaries for every 100 yards they gain. And this is the group that is assaulting Ukraine. The, the Russian group right. that is assaulting Ukraine, the Wagner group. Right. We've they're actually soldiers. had soldiers. Yeah. We've actually had a battle with them. If you, if, if you, uh, um, you may remember this, it's called the Battle of Kasham. Um, they attacked a, a refinery that we were protecting. And they tried to take the refinery and uh, <laughs> one of the most <laughs> hilarious, uh, I mean, it, 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 it is, it's freaking hilarious transmissions we ever intercepted was the commander of the Wagner group that was, you know, the mercenaries attacking our troops. They were there. The Russian general was like, how's it going? He says, I'll tell you how it's, how it's going. They got two guys up there with a radio and a coffee pot and they're calling in airstrikes and they're kicking our ass. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god <laughs> two guys yeah. two guys killing an entire group i, I mean yeah. i mean you know th- th- and this is really what i was talking about because i want you to get back to this but this is what i was talking about with with the reason why putin is uh desperately seeking china's reprieve in weaponizing yeah. and giving him giving him weapons and the reason why is because folks as the western world gives ukraine's more and more modern weapons Putin's fucked. He is completely fucked. The Wagner group is fucked. They're all fucked. And and you you're seeing a break in the Wagner group. Is that is that really oh, kind of what yeah. you, okay. what is that? To break? understand to understand, you just gotta know a little bit of how because Pergozin and Putin used to be tight, really tight. In the 80s, Pergozin went to prison. Okay. It's been about 12 years in a Russian prison. Comes out, starts a hot dog cart company not bullshitting that's how he could start a hot dog cart company oh my god saves his money he is he's a freaking criminal but he's a criminal with a with, with a work ethic man this guy is dangerous takes the money from the hot dog cart company opens a really swanky restaurant still open today gets great reviews it's called the old custom house in saint petersburg okay and you got in at the time saint petersburg had just been renamed saint petersburg um and all the shit was fluid in Russia. So what he's doing, he opens this restaurant. You know, he's a criminal. He knows he knows how to schmooze people. So he's all the local uh, officials love this place because Pergozin treats them like kings. And he becomes really tight with the deputy mayor of St. Petersburg, guy by the name of Vladimir Putin. I've heard of him. I've heard of him. Yeah. <laughs> so as Putin's star rises... He takes Pergozin with him. All of a sudden, Pergozin starts getting government contracts and yada, yada, yada. And eventually it turns into Putin needs somebody to do dirty work. Pergozin says, I'll do that. So what he means is when he goes in to negotiate in Africa, let's say, uh, you know, over oil fields or whatnot, he's like, this is my deal. Take it or leave it. But you really want to take it. If there's any hesitation, Pergozin's people showed up, the Wagner group, and started killing people. So they were originally real Russian military, ex-military that he hired. Think about Blackwater, you know, Eric Prince hiring all the ex-military out of Iraq and then sending them back into Iraq. You know what I'm saying? He created that kind of company, equivalent to something like Blackwater to begin with. When Ukraine went south, Prigozhin said, hey, man, I got this. I got this. And he'd been given the ability to conscript criminals. So, I mean, they'd be walking down the street and it's like somebody throw a cigarette out. Hey, you broke the law, put a pistol to his head and said, you want to join? And then they would drag him off to a Wagner facility, give him a couple of days worth of training. And next thing you know, they're in Ukraine, you know, and they, they, they give them orders, run across that field to that spot, dig a hole and hold it. And if they didn't, they'd shoot them right there. In fact, the the symbol for the Wagner group is now a sledgehammer because they were putting videos up on Telegram of anybody that didn't want to go. They would tape their head to a block on the wall, and then they would take that sledgehammer and crack their head open. Oh well, kill him. Yeah. Sounds like sounds so, like uh, mobsters or something. Right. This is the this is the kind of guy. He's a he's a he's a psychopath. Pergozin is a psychopath, but he was Putin psychopath. Uh, you know. Well, problem is he developed a mouth, 
Okay. There's a guy, his name is Sergei Shogu. He is the equivalent of Lloyd Austin here, the Secretary of Defense. Okay. He's their Minister of Defense. And um, another guy by the name of Valery Gerasimov. He is a much beloved general in the Russian army. He is our equivalent of Mark, Mark, Malley, Mark Milley, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Progozin starts talking shit about these two because he's like, I can't get the ammunition I need. He's getting free ammunition, free rides, free weapons. You know, he, he's not a genius building this business. The Russian military is supporting him. Well, the Russian military said, hey, we're there fighting, too, and we're short on, on ammo. I don't give a shit about your your conscripts. I don't give a shit about your mercenaries. And they start holding ammunition back. Progozin runs his mouth about it, and he attacks. Imagine somebody attacking Lloyd Austin and, and attacking Mark Milley and calling them traitors. Here in the United States, imagine if Eric Prince from Blackwater did that on the news, held a press conference and called Lloyd Austin. And, you know, that's the equivalent of what happened. Putin yanked his chain, took his ability. He cannot conscript criminals anymore. And 80 percent of his force are criminals. Progozin sees the writing on the wall because Putin has now put uh, Gerasimov in charge of Ukraine for this spring offensive. Grazimov is a real general. This is this guy's the real deal. He believes in the military. He's holding all his resources, all his all his ammunition, all his logistical resources for the military. Pergozin sees himself being taken off the field, taken off the board. This is Pergozin is the the Wagner group leader. The Wagner group guy. Yeah. There's no soft landing for that. Because now he's not Putin's guy anymore. So and he's not he Putin's is, lunatic. Uh, he's just any old lunatic now. Right, right. And and Pergozin sees the writing on the wall. So the last two days, Pergozin threw the gauntlet down. He's walked outside the headquarters of Wagner Group in St. Petersburg, Russia, and given press conferences two days in a row where he calls Shoigu and Gerasimov traitors and says that Russia's Russia's betrayed him and his soldiers in Ukraine, and he's he's just said it's on. And it's something else that's really weird that's happened. Is, you know, you, you know these guys keep yeeting themselves out windows. You know, yeah. shit like that keeps out like that. Uh, um, right, right. Uh, Gabe Sanchez uh, is in the background agreeing. Eh? I want to bring him yeah. in too. I want to bring Pavel Antov. Pavel Antov. Yeah, they, uh, went went flying off the the roof of a building. You know. Well, some people think they can fly. (laughs) Some people think they can fly, you know, or some people think when they toss people off buildings, they might be able to fly. I don't know. Who knows? A couple of the, there's one that's not like the others. Okay. You had like Vadim Boyko. He was a Colonel. Um, He committed suicide by shooting himself five times. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I mean, if you're going to do it, if you're going to do it, you might as well, you might as well make sure you're dead. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, yeah. not just and once. Like, you might look, as well shoot yourself five times. Yeah, this one's in the going chest. Stri- in the it, chest. Yeah. Well, you're like to the temple, and then the other four went to the yeah. chest. Right. Right. Well, the, he was he was murdered because he didn't suck right. a bullet himself. He was the he's one of the guys that failed in the logistics in Ukraine. Okay, he got he got demoted and taken off the field. Was teaching and didn't kill himself, so they did it for him. Then you had another guy by the name of Vladimir Makarov. He was second in command. 
he went home and he did it. He put a hunting rifle in his mouth and he sucked a bullet. Well, he would rather right, have you know? one. He would rather have one than five. You know, maybe well, his fa- his family keeps his house and shit if he does that. Right. One right. of them's different though, and I know you've heard about this. Five days ago. Wait, wait, back up. Wait, wait, wait a second. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. Did you just say if he shoots himself, his family keeps the house, but if they end up coming after him, they take the fucking house too? Well, yeah. Is that like, is that like a law? That. Is that like some kind of fucking no, law? Well, that's also like you've also that's also typical, like uh like if there's someone in a gang, right? Any type of gang, right. and they're like, Look, we need a fall guy, and the fall guy doesn't play ball, right? Then they go, Okay, great. We're going to make sure that nobody protects your family and we're going after them. However, if you take the fall and you're innocent for sure, uh, and and you say, I'm guilty and I was the one who committed this crime or whatever, then they will say, great, your family's taken care of, your wife, your kids, don't worry about it. This is this Which is, is ex- exactly what Makarov did. Exactly. He said it was my fault, my failure in Ukraine. And then, you know. Yeah, ate an ammo he, sandwich. Right. Right. He was a 72 year old man. He was old anyways. He just was loyal to the end. Yeah? Mm-hmm. The one that's different. And I know you've heard about this was the woman, Marina Yankina. She was Putin's gal in the defense ministry. She's the one that got the funding for Ukraine. She was doing her job. She was not a failure. That's the one thing you can say about Russia is they still have money to spend to keep this war going. And it was Marina Yankina that did that. She was not on the outs with Putin. She just flew out a 16th floor apartment window. Yeah. And she was Putin's gal. I'm speculating here. Did she, did she make it? Did she make it? No. I didn't know she grew Super wings dead. and flew. I have no idea. I don't, you know, no, she hit all the- kinds of all kinds of things <laughs> that AI are doing these days. I didn't know if you know she grew a pair of wings and flew. I had no idea. But think about that. All all the rest of them, all the rest of them. You had Pavlantov. He was talking shit about Putin. He was a local politician, well liked. He was a threat. This guy yeets himself out a window in India. You know what I mean? But this woman is different. And I really, really am. I'm speculating here. Oh, but I think that was Prigozhin. It'll really piss people off. Speculate. I think that was Prigozhin. I do. I think that was, I think that the, the fight has started. So you're, so you're thinking what you're thinking is that there is a, that Putin's now at war with, with a Russian mobster, basically. Don't, don't Behind the scenes, yeah, they are jockeying because what what you've got like is uh, you've heard of Gazprom before, the largest oil company in Russia. Mm-hmm. We, Biden blew up their pipeline. He won't admit it, but he blew up their pipeline. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, the guy that runs that, Alexei Miller, was just given permission. He's a Putin loyalist, was just given permission to do what Prigozhin was doing. He's raising a private army. Um, uh, Ramzan uh, Kadyrov. You remember hearing about Chechnya, the butcher of Chechnya, the guy that ended up being appointed in Chechnya, brutal guy, extreme Putin loyalist. He's been given permission to raise his own private army. They're warlording up, and what Putin's doing is trying to make sure this isn't like when the Soviet Union collapsed. If he goes out the door, mm-hmm. these guys 
everything's not, you know, you don't have like Oleg Deripaska, just, you know, who's now the world's aluminum magnet walking in with 40 guys and saying, I own this now. And that's what he's trying to avoid. And then on top of that, he's sending that message to Joe Biden saying, you know, if you keep putting pressure on me, this goes bad for you because these fuckers aren't sane. And, and he's right. They're, they're freaking psychopaths, man. So China's like, please let us just prop them up. <laughs> please let us just prop Russia up. And of course we can't do that. We can't say, okay, go ahead. So, you know, right. right. Well, yeah. I mean, it's kind of disingenuous when you're like, you know, we want to defend democracy around the world. So we're going to provide weapons to Ukraine. And Oh, by the way, China wink, go ahead, give them the weapons so we can let them find it out. I mean, this is really, this is really, and, and, and again, I, I want to show you this video because I think this is, um, this is the clip that everyone needs to grab a hold of because, and I haven't watched the whole speech, but this basically sends the message to Putin and China, I believe, and really the rest of the world on uh, what the United States policy is on this now. And as long as Joe Biden is the president, which will be uh, until 2028 um, mm -hmm. is, is what he'll be president till. So here is here's his stance on autocrats. We're seeing again today what the people of Poland and the people across Europe saw for decades. Appetites of the autocrat cannot be appeased. They must be opposed. Autocrats only understand one word. No, no, no. No, you will not take my country. No, you will not take my freedom. No, you will not take my future. And I'll repeat tonight what I said last year in the same place. A dictator cannot rebuild an empire will never be able to ease the people's love of liberty. Brutality will never grind down the will of the free. And Ukraine, Ukraine will never be a victory for Russia. Never. So there's the president of the United States, the leader of the free world and liberal democracy around the free world. It is refreshing that um, we have a president that stands with freedom and liberty, not just here, but uh, to all those who want and will fight for it. Uh, unlike the last guy and the, the fucking Republican uh, eventual nominee, Donald Trump, um, who definitely loves authoritarianism. He loves autocrats. He loves dictators. He loves war criminals. Uh, as well, because he wants to be one. Uh, that is why he is the way he is. But it is great to see that our democracy stands strong with the rest of the democracies around the world for liberty and freedom. As the president of the United States from Poland repeats again to all the autocrats, no, no, no. Uh, I think it sends a great message. And also him going to Ukraine with the president of Ukraine, uh, Zelensky, uh, especially the video where the air raid sirens are going off um, is a beautiful, not, not only is it a beautiful message to send around the world that uh, we're not afraid and we're not going to cower to your authoritarianism and your war crimes, but also after Putin's speech and now this speech, it is clear to me, it is very clear to me that we have way better spies in Russia than they even dream of having in this country. Because um, this was, I, I don't believe that this happened just so happy this way. This was exactly planned by the administration, by the president of the United States and his team to make sure that this is the image that everyone has. Because Putin not only looks short, he looks very small at this point.
Gabe, go ahead. And oh, yeah. I, think Texas so, ball, yeah. I think Texas ball have to step out. Oh, yeah. What I was going to say is, yeah. I mean, the ability to maneuver. I mean, like, obviously, like, everything is is always the visual, right? Like, how do you sell this idea and how do you sell this policy? And I think for Joe Biden to walk in, you know, fucking big balls into a war zone when we know that the complete opposite of 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 that image is Donald Trump tear gassing protesters in front of a church so that he could go take a photo with an upside down Bible, right? We know that he was hiding in the bunker, despite the fact he's like, I wasn't hiding in the bunker. That's all fake news. This and that, even though we have multiple reports from people inside the cabinet and those adjacent who were like, yeah, he was hunkered down in a bunker. The dude hunkered down in a bunker while people were outside protesting. They couldn't get anywhere near the, the White House, but he decided the real threat, the real threat were these protesters who were chanting, you know, Black Lives Matter and uh, Gabe no Sanchez, peace, no justice. Gabe Sanchez, the truth is they are a threat. They are a threat to to his to his narrative and his messaging mm-hmm. and his fraud. It is a threat. Right. Peaceful protest and democracy is the thing they fear the most. And watch this. I, I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I, I don't know if the White House listens to the show. I have no fucking clue. <laughs> I don't know who listens to the show, to be quite honest out there. I know you do. Um, but this 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 clip right here, and I haven't seen it. I've just read the transcript of it here, but I'm going to show it to you. See if you've if you've heard this messaging before from somebody. Just just listen. He thought autocrats like himself were tough and leaders of democracy were soft. And then he met the iron will of America and the nations everywhere that refused to accept the world governed by fear and force. He found himself at war with a nation led by a man whose courage would be forged in fire and steel. President Zelensky. Um, I say all the time, and I don't know if anyone's catching this. I say all the time liberalism is not. It's not weakness. It is strength. And I believe that is what the president of the United States is saying in that very statement. So, again, I don't know if the White House is listening, but if you are, you're doing a damn bang up job Mm -hmm. um, of listening to what the hell I'm saying and projecting it around the world. So, again, I don't know if they're doing that, but, you know, I might be patting myself on the back a little too soon there. But I I will say I will say I uh, the audience knows that I say that all the time, Texas Paul, that liberalism is not weakness. Liberalism is the position of strength all around the world. That is the whole point of freedom. You are never going to convince an entire group of people that they should not fight to the death for their liberty and their freedom. You're just not going to do it. Why don't these fuckers learn this? Why, Texas Paul? Why haven't they learned this? You got me, man. I really don't. I really don't know the answer to that question. I just, <laughs> I yeah. I don't understand why. Well, I guess I do understand. Garazimov, the guy that's in charge of Ukraine now, he made the original plan. And 98%, it worked. If it hadn't been for the balls of the Ukrainian people that said, all right, let's throw down. Let's do it. We're not, we're not, you know, if, if they had been right about Zelensky saying, okay, don't hurt my people. I'll leave. I'll go into exile. You know, if that had happened, Grasimov's plan would have worked in Ukraine. They'd have had it in three days because militarily they were on the edge of, of Kiev. I mean, quickly they were, but they couldn't sustain it because the Russian military has just been so corrupt. 
lately. Mm-hmm. I mean, the last few decades, it's just just horribly corrupt. But yeah, I, I I don't get it. I really don't get it, Tony. I don't understand why. Why would you think that somebody's going to let you just walk into your country? And and, and <laughs> I love that big balls by <laughs> yeah. So so Regina so Regina points out here. Because everyone knows that I hate the messaging of BBB, the Build Back Better. That was so stupid. The messaging was horrible. They tried to make it an infrastructure bill when they should have made it an education bill, which we're going to talk about education here in a little bit, um, and, and and education police to be specific. But Regina says BBB is no longer Build Back Better and now means Big Balls Biden. Big Balls Biden. I mean, I'll tell you, it's I'll hard tell you to Gabe argue. Sanchez, the the speech that he gave was big dick energy. I do oh, have yeah. to say, there was you know, despite energy. what Carrie Lake may say, that was actual <laughs> BDE. You know, yeah. and to yeah. into the question earlier, you know, like why do they keep doing this? I think it, you know, it's it's that it's that moment of, you know, doing the same thing and expecting a different outcome, right? And we've talked about this on the show before, and we talk about how you know fascists and dictators. There's no. There's no uh, new innovative strategy to being a dictator or a fascist, right? You're authoritarian. That's There's only one way out, right? And that's to say that my way is the only way and your, your way doesn't matter. Your voice doesn't matter. There's nothing inventive. There's nothing innovative. There's nothing creative about that. It's literally the same playbook. We've seen it that has happened years and years over time. It has cycled through. When, you know, people doubt democracy or want to uh, weaken democracy, then there's a group that says, hey, well, the better option here is if only one person gets to determine what everyone else does. Right. And then after a while, you say, oh, this is oppression and I I want to be free and I want to, you know, see who I want to see. Talk about what I want to talk about, you know, love who I want to love. And we're seeing that cycle happen now where we're getting, you know, this challenge of a small group of people who want to control uh, the majority of what people do, right? Whether it's education, healthcare, uh, uh, the LGBTQ community and their rights, like who you can marry, who you can see, who you can talk to. I mean, I'm sure at some point, you know, we've heard it before from other people who are like, oh, you, you can't speak that. You got to speak American. And you're like, that's fucking dumb. But at the end of the day, I really think that's what that's it is. Dumber than like, me saying, that's dumber than me saying salsa. Really right. No, is. it really is. It really, it really is. is dumber than me saying so. Well, like, I, I'm I, just I, trying I, to get the tech talks that the, the, the taco Tuesday talk. Right. Taco no, no. Salsa. Makes sense. And right. I think, you know, uh, like any taco. Right. right? It, it's not it's <laughs> not we fine with, with just one type of thing. Right. You it takes diversity and eclectic right. mix. Cilantro, onions, salsa whatever your meat or non meat product is the tortilla, whether it's flour, corn, it all comes in together and makes this, this harmony. I'll call right. it right at this melting pot and tacos for democracy tacos for democracy. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, 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 wait. We haven't got the PAB pussy ass bitch 45 shirts out yet, but I just, I just have a new merch idea. Everyone wait, don't pause tacos for democracy tell me what you think in the comments i okay, mean tfd let's do it but what i will say is <laughs> you know is like a taco like a good taco like an authentic right. street taco it's it's made with love right. and care right uh-huh. it's made with all of these simple ingredients but they all come together to make this very harmonious 
a diversity meal. of delicious goodness. Yes. Is that what you're saying? And and anyone, Republican Party, fascists, uh, dictators, uh, authoritarian groups, whatever you might say, they w- are the ones who want to strip away rights and take this. They want to make it the fucking blandest thing ever. They would say, oh, meat on a piece of Wonder Bread, that's it, right? Right. Bologna, no fried bologna. I'm not knocking fried bologna, but yeah, nothing yeah. else other than just the fried bologna. So what you're saying is Putin despises tacos is what you're saying. Is that <laughs> I mean, what you're saying? I, I don't know. I, I'm hearing multiple, multiple times I've heard, you know, from other people, allegedly, many people Alleged. are saying – Right? Putin doesn't like tacos. Putin does not like the diversity of tacos. Well, and, fuck, fuck that cracker. Yeah, go ahead. Go and ahead. Forgive me, Tony. I misunderstood your question there. You're asking why the Republicans keep doing this shit. What's that? The, that oh, when I you got asked up me on the taco talk. I'm hungry now. Sorry. <laughs> You're asking me why the Republicans didn't keep doing yeah. this shit over yeah, in the they same. They live in a fucking echo echo chamber mm-hmm. and they're paid to it's, you know, like right now, DeSantis is, I'm about to destroy Ron DeSantis. You know, he's Mr. I'm, I'm the outsider. I'm the guy that's, that's fighting the establishment. Well, he's taking tons of freaking money from the Manhattan Institute and, and in, in the form of support and propaganda, all that CRT bullshit and the anti-woke bullshit all comes out of the Manhattan Institute, a guy by the name of Christopher Rufo. Um, and that's all they hear. That's all they hear. So they think it's a good idea. And they get that feedback out of that that bubble, that feedback loop. And they don't understand that the one thing, the one thing DeSantis had going for him was that Florida schools were rated number one in the country. They were before he did all this shit, they were rated number one in the country. He had that to run on. And he fucking destroyed them. Mm-hmm. Of course, of course he did. They because he was, everything. he was in that feedback loop and he went with the CRT bullshit and the anti-woke bullshit. And he's driving teachers out of Florida in droves. Teachers are quitting before retirement. You're talking about halfway to retirement. They're quitting. Wait, wait, Texas, Paul, you're making the assumption that it is important to have good teachers so kids can get educated. This is this is way, way, way. Oh, are you some kind of mother woker or something to think that <laughs> you need good teachers to have children educated decent? Are you what? What are you up your rocker? Which brings me, which brings me to a part that I want to get to. I, I was going to skip around, but I'm I'm going to skip back here since mm-hmm. we're talking about Florida men and uh, Florida man and education. I do have a little fun fact for people. Yeah, go ahead. About a, wow, a, bring this a, up, Ron DeSantis. So you know how Ron DeSantis was in the Navy, right? And everyone's like, oh, you know, he's a military man and all this shit bullshit, right? You know what he you know what his job was in the military? What was what did he do? He was an assistant urinalysis coordinator. What, what what's a urinalysis? It's the one who tests the drugs, right? It's a drug wait, wait, screening. Wait, 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 wait. He's the pee guy? He held the pee cups. Yeah. He <laughs> held the pee cups. He did who was a physical fitness coordinator, a recruiting officer, and an assistant. What, not, what, what, not wait, wait, back up. You said physical what? Fitness. Wait, wait. Are you? Are we talking about the the same Ron DeSantos? Mm-hmm. The yeah. guy. Are you saying that fat slob was some kind yeah. of? You kidding me? I'm not kidding you. You know, I actually believe that Ron DeSantis got fatter to look more like Trump. What do you think? I think so. I mean, I, like he intentionally. I think, I think I'm serious. Gonna, I gonna, think he got. I think he got fatter to look like Trump. I'm not I trying mean, to fat shame anyone. I'm just saying they, they both play the air accordion. You know, right? They're all they're doing the motion. The next well, thing. Because, the next. The next thing's going to be the lean, the like right. forward. D- what about the lean? giraffe jack off? Oh, that's that? coming. That's coming. What? I mean, everyone's DeSantis coming, yeah. 
has never had an original thought in his life. Everything he's talking about with this anti-woke stuff and the CRT stuff comes straight out of the Manhattan Institute. Uh, It's an old school think tank started by Bill Casey, the CIA director. Uh, that's whose most famous quote is when uh, everybody in America, I'm paraphrasing here, when everybody in America believes falsehoods, our misinformation campaign will be complete. I mean, that's one of his most famous quotes. Okay. This guy's Institute is, is funneling old school blue blood. You know how the old school Republicans want to destroy schools. Mm -hmm. That's what's so hilarious about this is he had this thing he could have run on. Number one schools in the country, but the Manhattan Institute funnels all of this fucking CRT bullshit his way, and he's destroying his own schools for the blue bloods in Manhattan that are funding all of this propaganda. He's he he thinks the propaganda is going to carry him. Carry him. He 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 thinks that he's going to survive the ratings next year when Florida schools hit the trash because you know that veteran program that they had. About we're going to let veterans teach. You don't right. need a degree oh, right. anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How'd that work yeah. out? Yeah. yeah. They've got seven teachers out of that. Damn. Seven. They're That's short. A- they're short over 5,000 teachers. Hmm. And teachers are quitting every day because I don't know. The government says they're going to charge them with, governor says they're going to charge them with fucking, fucking felonies <laughs> right. if you say the wrong thing. Okay. I, I think I figured it out. I think I figured it out. All right. With our conversation here, I think I figured out why Ron DeSantis is such a fucking bonehead. I think when he was in the military mm-hmm. and maybe we should take it easy on him here. I think maybe he he got way too much exposure to urine fumes and that killed <laughs> all, all his fucking brain cells here. I think that's what happened to Ron that's DeSantis. A, that's a possibility. I'm I mean, saying. you know, I mean, just keep in mind, he wasn't he wasn't the urinalysis coordinator he was the assistant Assistant. oh so he was the the urinalysis so the urine urinalysis guy was the one at the desk he was actually sniffing the the fucking piss he was yeah he was the one you know he was he was the one holding the one ate a lot of broccoli today yeah Oh, not bro- I mean, asparagus. Asparagus. Yeah, asparagus. Yeah. There you go. Well, whatever. Whatever yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. You know someone else who loves urine who's probably smoked a lot of brain cells getting pissed on? Is this guy. Oh, yeah. This guy. This guy loves golden showers. Um, Speaking of that, did you know, I think it's being reported right now uh, in the public, that Michael Cohen is sitting with Alan Bragg for the third time. Um, it's being reported. Third time is today. So um, if you're out there and you like the to watch Michael Cohen talk about his uh, meetings with Alan Bragg. I'm sure we're going to get a dose of that here soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, P tapes, Trump, stormy Daniels, porn star. I just kind of brought Michael Cohen up in my mind that he's, he's, um, he's giving evidence to Alan Bragg about this guy's crimes, but this guy um, over, was this released last night? Gabe Sanchez, this video, this is a uh, clip of it. This, this came out. The, the, the dispatcho education police. Yeah, this one was uh, nineteen hour, twenty hours ago. So this, like this is, this is, because we joked about it before. But I, I, Liz Harrington, if you're listening, um, you've really, you've really done a bang up job changing these videos with mine and Gabe Sanchez's um, little adjustments that we told you to make. Mm-hmm. You've really done a bang up job, like visually. But the scripts, oh my god, the scripts 
keep going with them because they're going to be gold next year in, in the general election. They are going to be fucking gold in the general election. When well, you know what you know what he's calling all of these now. What is, what is he calling? He's he's a, got a name for him he's now. Got, now now they've got a theme. They're not just like general. Like here's a video of me talking about something. Now these are all part of this agenda forty seven. Uh, oh. which is under Trump. So, so this, wait, that means that means he is admitting that he lost in 2020. How that is well, that? I mean, you have to. I mean, he when he announced that he was running again, right? That right. was the first time that. But he now announced. he is like, officially saying he's the 47th president, right? Yeah, I mean, even though oh, some of his great. digital trading cards did have 47 on there, so yeah. you know, I think he's. He's right. been subtly doing it, but now he's got this Agenda 47 thing. So you'll be seeing more things under this like umbrella of I'm going to reduce Agenda crime, law and order, this and that, education, all under Agenda 47. Well, it's not surprising. And the, the other thing too, Texas, Paul, that I want to go back to with DeSantos, because I believe this video is actually him getting out ahead of DeSantis. Like, oh, you're going to out Hitler me? I don't think so, bitch. You can only do this type of stuff in Florida. I'm the fake president of the United States, and I'll do it all around the country. Listen, this, <laughs> this is so funny. It is like an old dude on the porch yelling at children, get off my lawn. Get off my... This, this is what I thought of when I fucking heard this. Listen. Will end the leftist takeover of school discipline and juvenile justice. Many of these carjackers and criminals are 13, 14, and 15 years old. What the fuck? Who, who are these 13, 14-year-old carjackers? What the fuck I, is he talking I, about? I, I have no idea. <laughs> well, you know something else I just noticed? Something else I just noticed, and I had to go to Truth Social to confirm this. Yeah. See his face right now? Yeah. There's a lighter glow in a circle that's around his face. It goes down to about like where halfway of a shoulder collarbone on each side and above and around. You'll notice that there's a light, there's a light shading around and also where the candles are. It gets a little darker. Mm -hmm. I had to confirm this. I went to uh, Truth Social. It looks like now they are doing additional lighting on him in post because his face either looks too dark or too creepy or too, I don't know what. But I can tell you for a fact, if you went to Truth Social right now and looked it up, you would see it's even more clear because it's straight from the Rumble uh, video. But that's what, I mean, you know, they're color correcting, they're making them shorter they're giving them new intro slides. I mean, they're really they're not letting the it, they're not letting him ramble on either. No, no, no. They're cutting him off. They're cutting right. him off. Because we told Liz, it. we told Liz, hey, Liz, don't let him ramble. Jesus Christ, right. the guy looks like a lunatic when he fucking. I mean, really, honestly, if you want, if you want Adolf Hitler 2.0 to take over here in the, in this in this country, what you're gonna have to do is stop him from talking. Because I mean, what was the one that we listened to a couple weeks ago where he just went off and talked about Chinese people? Oh yeah, he was, was like, just Whoa. he just started being like he was just like racist. Racist, racist, yeah. racist, racism. Oh, yeah. And by the way, more peppered racism. It might have, it honestly, might have been education related. I completely forget right and now, but it was weird. It was like he mentioned Chinese people and it like went off on this quick tangent. And then it was clear that they cut him off and went to some other take right. back to like the front face. Yeah, because they, cu they cut more. They actually left in part of the racism and right. they cut. Uh, there was probably five minutes of it and they cut it out. But let's, oh, yeah. let's listen to the last part of this here, the get off my lawn video here. I will order the education and justice departments to overhaul federal standards on disciplining minors. So when troubled youth are out and 
control. They're out on the streets and they're going wild. We will stop it. The consequences are swift, certain, and strong, and they will know that. What the fuck does the education department have to do with children going trolling wild? He said wild. Wild wild. out. Going wild. I have no idea. I mean, unless he's... What is this? I'm These assuming. people with kids, man. I mean, you've got DeSantis, uh, yeah. you know, wanting to play Nazi dictator and and having just volunteers, you know, your local your local righty tidy out mm-hmm. there going through your kids' backpacks and charging them with crimes if they've got books that 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 are banned and shit like that. And then you got freaking Trump here running his damn mouth about oh we got to throw the kids in prison. I mean, what the fuck is wrong with these people i well, actually i actually i think i know what he's talking okay about. what's he okay? talking about he's complaining about these kids wiling out right being all crazy and all this and hyperactive and voting for shit. democrats is that what voting he's for democrats causing yeah, destruction carjacking at 14 15 i i i strongly believe that in trump's department or lack of education department uh is what he's looking for is he wants to bring back, uh, he wants to bring in like corporal punishment inside the school. He wants to punish children for acting out. And because he's saying like, if, because I think that's the connection here. He's saying that children who are 13, 14 are, are acting crazy. They're stealing cars, they're, they're committing crimes, all stuff. And it links all the way back to school. So basically what he wants is he wants teachers to be the ones who enforce violence or punishment or correction or whatever you want to call it onto these kids so they're not doing those things out on the street well that's what i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna stand by that now and say that that is what trump is actually advocating for he's advocating for hitting a kid in school to correct them from being bad outside well a lot of santa's go ahead go ahead text ball desantis is doing the same thing have you heard what they've done about tracking periods in florida yeah. Yeah. You know, in, in the state of Texas, you're, you're, not talk, a lot you're, of, not talking, you're not talking about you're not talking about punctuation. You're talking. No, about I'm not. I'm talking teenage, about women's periods, about teenage girls, periods in when you do a physical. OK, in several states across the country, it's it's not crazy that they ask, hey, when did you have your last period? This, that and the other. It used to not be tied to this fucking craziness. It was just a health thing. Like, OK, are you healthy? Yeah. Are you having a- now, I want to clarify. You're talking about sports physicals that children have sports to, physicals to, to, to participate in right. sports. Which, well, now, which is a normal thing. It's been normal for a long time to make sure that a physician says a child is physically capable of participating in this sport. I mean, it makes and sense. And in Florida now, they're trying to say, you have to keep that information and track these girls' periods because we may need that later in case somebody says they got pregnant. We'll have, you know, evidence to prosecute them mm-hmm. if they in their pregnancy because you know all these crazy ass righties are wanting to process if you leave the state and go to another state they want to charge you for a crime mm-hmm, and they right. want to charge you as, and they want to make that a crime they're going to prosecute people that did things in other states which is just insane but the the board that regulates this says we can't do that in florida they did they, they gave they pushed back said we can't do that we you know that's crazy we're not going to track all this that you're asking us to track he fired them all. Well, yeah, he because they, them all yeah, because they were like, whoa, his- whoa. Yeah, well, they were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're obsessed with genitalia. That's not going to work. And then and, and, he, and he made sure to get people that were obsessed with genitalia for him. Yeah. 
Exactly. He's putting the religious crazies in on in in, in in the board that regulates this and appointing all his people. And and what I'm saying is DeSantis is just as bad as Trump about just mouth diarrhea. I mean, there's no thought to this at all. He just thinks that everything he says, they're going to eat it up and love it and let him let him talk because Sure, he keeps a large number of his people when he does shit like this. They they don't care what abuses happen. They're all in with fascism and shit. But he loses enough that we kick their ass. And that's that's what we need to keep asking these questions, keep punching that punching them right in the nose, man. Make them answer these questions because like I said, DeSantis just after being told we can't do this, you know, said watch me fired everybody, put religious nuts in, and now they're going to track girls' periods in Florida for the purpose of having that information to hand over to investigators if somebody goes and actually has an abortion. Well, and, I mean, uh, I've heard a lot of women post on social media, and I I don't know anything about this, so is, and the reason why I'm, I'm ignorant of this, but they say that there is a apps that are designed to track your period and your cycle and to not use those fucking apps. Like they're yeah, like, delete yeah. those fucking apps. Do not use those fucking well, apps. Yeah. Fucking so that's, apps. that's what happened after Roe v. Wade was overturned. And the fear was that people who typically use this as their own kind of, you know, schedule to know when they should take uh medication or when they should take, you know, birth control uh, or, or just un- just knowing where they are. Cause obviously life is crazy and you know, you just want to stay on top of things, right? And it it should it's not something that's totally outside the realm. I mean, you know, whether you're taking physical birth control pills or you have it on a calendar, right? Like that's it's just it, the app is in an attempt to, you know, make your life, I guess, a little bit easier, right? But then the downside here is that these companies own this private data on you and they could then go to the I mean, I don't know what control the government or the state local government has to say like, all right, you this company, maybe they're incorporated in that state or something, but that's very much what they're trying to do. And they were like, look, we are trying to get control of this stuff because we want to know who is taking this this uh, uh, this birth control, who is taking uh, this contraception, right? So we know exactly who to come after and who to, you know, kick down their door and arrest them. Because, I mean, that's the ultimately the world that they're trying to create here, right? It's a hand. Yeah. These Nazi bastards are trying to get around HIPAA. That that's exactly what they're doing. That's why they want to track periods in schools because that's not protected by HIPAA. You know, the, the, the Supreme court has said they can ask, Mm -hmm. you know, and so they've already got the information. It's, it's, it's not protected by HIPAA. They don't need, you know, hospitals, doctors, your gynecologists can refuse to hand over it. It, it's just established federal law. They can refuse to hand over the information. In fact, they have to refuse. This is all it is, is Nazi bastards trying to get around so they can get into your personal bullshit. Well, speaking of Nazi bastards, I got a lot of other pussy ass bitches to get to here today. So I would love to still stoke the uh, DeSantos Trump civil war. But there's another person who is um, talking about civil war here. This looks like a Carrie Lake filter 
this this free yeah. frame, doesn't it's it? A, yeah, taking take it's uh, it got to sm- clear right. off the Smoked the Vaseline. It. Right, I guess so. <laughs> I didn't notice that until just now. This is uh, Marjorie Hoofoot Green, otherwise known as the Petty Yeti. And this morning, I gave her a new um, handle called the Pussy Ass Pipe Bomb and Bitch. Um, but she's whining in this video. Patriot takes at this video, and then I'm going to go to her comments about the Civil War and World War Three and, and just nonsense. Um, but this, this, oh, oh, this video here, it is just a gem. Let's listen. I'm going to stand up for white males here. The most mistreated group of people. <laughs> okay, wait, wait. She's, oh my God. Let me tell you something about the marginalized group of white men. Holy this, shit. After we, okay. Is- I, I was going to find a way how I could bring this story up, but after we play this video, I have a little bit of my own story of this white woman that I experienced on the plane oh, coming okay. back to L.A. yesterday. Okay, does she, does she look like this? Was she wearing a, a black uh, American no, flag but hat? No, she had the it, – it looked like she had aged because of hate. You know, oh, okay. That kind of well, thing. hate does age you pretty bad. Yeah. Let's, let's listen to this hateful aged uh, little troglodyte. People and – the United States today are white males. They are blamed for everything. They're the scapegoat. (laughs) Everything bad in America is because of white men. That's what you're told. That's what the media. I I want to clip just that part. Everything in this country that is bad is because of white men. Just clip that part and just make that go viral. Let's get, I mean, there, yeah. Well, no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say the unrelated. Oh no, I was gonna say unrelated. There was a, there was a good clip of uh, George Santos from his interview with uh, Pierce yeah. Morgan. Oh, we're going to get to that pussy. And he goes, I'm a terrible liar. And I was right. like, that's it. That's right. That's right, right that, there. Uh, hey, Justin T. Brown. Justin T. Brown does a good job at these videos. If you're listening, take this clip and make it something different, something more beautiful, <laughs> and I'll play the shit. Let, let's keep going. Yeah, wants to tell you. That's what the that's what the Democrats want to tell you. They want to blame everything on white men because white men are bad and white men are racist and white men want to hold everybody down. They just want to be successful themselves. No, just just the racist ones, just the racist ones. It's just the racist ones that people don't like because they're racist. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. No, it's not fair. That's not fair to my father. That's not fair to my brother. That's not fair Both to my racist. husband. They're all racist. All racist. They're all uh, racist. Uh, They're all racist. And keep in mind, this video was made before she got her divorce with her ex-husband now. So he was also racist too. And right. her father and her brother. Because well, we know from this clip, there's a clip in this video where she talks about lazy black people in this video. This is this from that same, this from that same just unfiltered just release of these brilliant thoughts by Marjorie Taylor Greene when really it's just, I'm a fucking racist and I'm a terrible human being. Right. Well, here's the re this video and these videos that she made, because I think this is before she became a member of Congress. Yeah. This is like during her space laser days when she really thought, I mean, those days are still here. Well, right. Well, you know, says that she doesn't, I she went, hey, hey, she went she went to the Holocaust Museum. She was she's yeah, which is you would think for she's someone reformed. who's anti-Semitic, that's like the perfect place you would send someone. Right. You're exactly. not gonna educate someone. You're gonna get someone who is anti-Semitic to walk into the Holocaust Museum and say, Oh, this is actually pretty nice here. That is that people like that do not learn lessons. They walk through that place all fucking giddy, and she is no different. <laughs> Let's continue. And that is not fair to my son. It is not Probably fair too. that white men are treated that way. You want to know why? Because it's not true. This is that is not true. 
There are so many good white men. Okay, okay, okay. There are good white men yeah, out there. I'm talking to two right Constant now. Right? Victimhood. Constant yeah. victimhood. Constant okay. victimhood. I mean, like who? Two nickels, man. I mean, oh five God. black officers. All we do is say who did what wrong, and this bitch has to find a way to be a fucking victim in the middle of it. I mean, no. fucker. I mean, yeah, well, that that's that's what we do here is to show these people who you know what I think um is the moral of the story here. There is no way that Marjorie Taylor Greene can run on the ticket with Donald Trump. No fucking way. No way in hell, not no, gonna happen. No. It's gonna be Carrie Lake for sure. Hundred percent for sure it's gonna be I mean, Carrie she's Lake. spending a lot more time in Mar-a-Lago than Marjorie Taylor Greene. So well, you know. you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene was bitching on her on her shit cast or whatever the hell she calls uh-huh. it. Um, she was saying, I have to spend so much time here in Washington. I can't even go home. I can't even go to Mar-a-Lago. I, know. I can't even go to Mar-a-Lago to get on my knees. And well, she was like, I made president. more money than before I was congresswoman. I don't find joy and I don't enjoy this job. I don't get to spend time with my family. Look, dog, uh, I don't need I don't feel like I have to spell it out for you. But if you don't enjoy the fact that you're not getting you paid as much money, then you don't you can't spend time with your family quit. and that it's not fun or enjoyable, then fucking resign. Quit. Right, quit. Do it already. Right. Just fucking do it. Put us out of our misery. Okay, let's let's uh, go ahead, Texas Paul. You got something. And she's so fucking stupid in the shit that she says. She's like, oh, blue states and red states need to divorce. You're in a fucking blue state, you idiot. Georgia is now a blue state, you dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's so fucking stupid. Well, let's continue the stupidity. Okay, yeah, there's been some yucky ones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's some assholes out there. guess what? There's assholes of every color. Look, look, there's an asshole right here on screen with us. <laughs> there's the assholes out there, of course. They're there's all some you. yucky ones. Yeah, they committed uh, just fucking mass shootings. There's some yucky ones. That's how we're going to represent that group. Okay, I got you. Okay. They're yucky. They're yeah, yucky. The people that assassinated, dragged people from their cars, shot people, you know, kneeled on people's necks like, "Oh, those are those are just yucky ones, guys." Right. They're not everyone. They're not yucky, you know. Right. Get the fuck out of here. There are some rotten people to the core of every single color and every single race. There it is. But it doesn't yep. mean that I'm not racist, but, but wanna... <laughs> well, I went over this last week. I'm not racist, but and I put it in a clip. I'm not racist, but I just I just don't like black people. Like right. what? 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 I don't think you understand what the word of racism means, Marge. Yeah. I don't think you get it. Well, you know, you know she's pretty the limited on the majority of white men in this country are good people and they do good things every single day and they are not against anyone they are not against black people they are not against mexicans they are not against asians they are not try- is she trying to describe what woke is to us here i think so i, I think, think she's, she's like there is the injustice right, that happens in society. There, there is a group of white people that aren't assholes and they 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 don't they really they want equality and equity. That's right. and they're they're wokers. She's going after. Yeah, they're called that. Democrats. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that 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 fool. Uh, well, I got more. Um, yeah, nonsense. So, oh, so let me let me quickly tell you. <clears throat> so I'm on a plane yesterday, and there's this woman that's sitting in the row behind me, and she's having a very very loud conversation where she's like, hey, you know, "I'm doing this exercise. I'm going outside. I'm not clinically depressed." And I was like, "Oh my god, well, I don't know what's going on over here." So I kind of zone out, 
Then as the plane's taken off, she begins to have a conversation with this guy that she clearly doesn't know. So it's a woman, this guy's daughter in the middle seat, and the guy that's on the aisle seat. And the reason I stopped my music and I caught this line clearly, she goes, uh, so I don't mean to, I don't, I, you know, I don't mean to pry, but who did you vote for? Which is like, a, that's a big. Who'd like, she some, say this to? This, this guy that's sitting in the aisle seat, right? So keep in mind, like if you're having a conversation with someone, especially someone you do not know, and you're on a plane for the next how many ever hours. And the first question you ask this person is, hey, who would you vote for? That's not probably going to be a good, that's never a good, like, let's break the ice kind of question, right? <laughs> so they start talking. And, you know, the guy's like, oh, I'm a moderate, but more like a centrist. But he wouldn't say who he voted for. Well, I was so like, he, oh, mean, this, he means he, he, means he, he hates Trump. Trump. No, huh? no, it means he oh, voted. Oh, okay. I think, I think what well, the most, most of the time that's the around here when they're like, well, because they know people know I'm a liberal. Right. And, and they'll be like, well, I'm a libertarian. And I'm like, oh, OK, you voted for Trump. Yeah, yeah. You know, so this guy was like, you know, it seemed at first he was like, OK, yeah, fine, whatever. Like, I'll just like volley one word answers back to you. And the little kid is just busy playing on the Nintendo Switch. And so there uh, she keeps talking and she started. And so I'm now I'm like music off, headphones still in. I'm just like listening off to the side here. And she goes on and she's like, look, I don't mean to sound like a straight white woman. And I was like, oh, uh oh, uh oh. And she says, but I got to tell you, my friend, like these these things that she's saying are like coming out of fucking out of nowhere. Like nothing was prompting the questions other than herself. So she goes, I don't mean to sound like a straight white woman, but my friend has an organization that could barely get funding. And you know who got all of the funding? The LGBTQ community. And at first I was like, I want to turn on and be like, uh, that is not at all a fact. Like barely scraping by many organizations right now. And then uh, outside of the fact that all these people are under attack by different you know, laws trying to strip rights away. And then she goes, she's like, I just feel like there should be like a support group or like a an ally group for 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 straight white people. And I was like, oh, my God, this is <laughs> fucking crazy. And then she continues uh, to talk about fucking how, Earth. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> God it, it, damn. It's, and so she continues to she continues to talk about how you know the riots that were happening because she's uh, it, I was in the North Pack West. Right. So but she was talking about Seattle and she was talking about Portland and she goes. Um, she said, uh, you know, the last two and a half years, all these riots and stuff, like I'm not a Republican, but I was super glad when they came in and they started arresting people. So I'm assuming she was talking about either. Well, it was kind of confusing Portland or Seattle and where they were, but she continues to go on and talk about how, you know, this injustice. And she was like, I can barely, you know, I used to walk for the last 20 years by this J crew downtown. And now I can't walk to J crew. It's like, why are oh people like god. shopping local? And oh I'm like, my god, J crew is not local. Okay. That does that. No, that is not at all why they shut down. And then on top of that, she continues to talk about, you know, other stupid shit. The fucking thing that kind of pissed me off the most was she goes, um, she was like, yeah, and this this fucking pro she, well, it didn't say fucking. She was like this pronoun stuff. People saying he, him, his, her, they, them, whatever. She goes, the pilot. Did you even notice the pilot's name tag had his name and then he, him? I walked past the pilot, didn't even notice it because you know what? I wasn't fucking triggered before I walked on the plane about that thing. So she goes, yeah, he, him. I get it. You're a dude. You're a man. Why do you have to say that to other people? And it's like, 
why do you even care? No one is no one is forcing you to do to say to follow those things. It's just a recommendation, and also for that pilot to let other people who might identify as something else to say, "Hey, I accept you, and this is a safe space for the next X amount of hours you're on the on the in the fucking air. Just know that you can always trust me." Right? This is a political strategy called riding the backlash. It's uh. It- all these fuckers on the right wing, like these dipshits in the chat right now that are running their fucking sewer mouths, they all follow a guy by the name of Christopher Rufo. They do. He's a, he is the the flavor du jour, the the the, the guy that's going to blow himself up in a few weeks and disappear. But he right now is is the flavor of the day, and that's his strategy: is Who ride is the backlash. Who is Christopher this? Rufo? He's the guy that invented all this CRT nonsense. That well, that all comes from him well, and, and, like and the Manhattan Institute. Shit, what the hell is? I don't know. I have never. Heard of that. He he's he uh, is part of the Manhattan. He's a fellow at the Manhattan oh, Institute, okay. and he writes an article in their newspaper. Oh, and 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 he's got a Twitter feed that he links it all to, and all oh these fucking right wingers. For so, they they quote his misinformation all the fucking time, but mm-hmm. that's what he said. I mean, he this is why this guy's going to blow himself the fuck. Up. I'm not worried about this guy. He's going to go away. He did an interview with the New Yorker. Okay, he's a fucking right wing activist, and he goes and does an interview with the New Yorker because he's an intention whore, and they're asking him hey, direct hey, questions. Hey, I resemble that remark. <laughs> <laughs> and they they asked him, said, you know, what's this all about? He said, you know, how do you do this? He says, well, I ride the backlash. You know, after George Floyd was killed, a lot of people were like, oh, but he didn't, you know, he should have complied and he should this, that, and the other. And he foments that, he pushes that, he stokes that, and, 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 focuses on white victimhood in every situation. You know, he, he says, okay, something happened. Five black cops beat the hell out of a black guy. How can I make the whites victims in this? And then you saw it all over Twitter. You know, all these white people were like, oh, well, they, you know, somehow they were the victim in that situation. Well, Five black I cops mean, beat you- the shit out of one black guy. And somehow fucking Chad was the victim. Hey, hey, you heard Marjorie Taylor Greene just say that white men are the most depressed uh, demographic in this country, mm-hmm. Texas, Paul. You don't believe her when she says that? How dare you? Um, what about I believe if- <laughs> they believe that because guys like fucking Christopher Rufo fucking skull fuck their heads and, and ride, ride the backlash. That's what they do. Okay, well... Skull fucking. I, I, I would love to take 20 minutes on that, but I'm going to have to move on here. Um, Marjorie Taylor Greene, she, I, I love how she starts these. She thinks this makes her smart. Thread. Like, I mean, this is like, this is like Donald Trump being like page one, right. page two. I'm going to say something really smart now because it's in a thread. Okay. Yeah. All right, Elon. Um, here's, here's what, th- again, this thread is really fucking long and it's really fucking dumb and I'm not going to read you the whole thing, but she is convinced. She is convinced that we need a national divorce. Now, now we went over her tweet yesterday that people were freaking out about, but this, this, this troglodyte has been talking about national divorce before she even got served for her, for her actual divorce. She's been talking about it for years. Right. Here's what she says. She hears why the left and right should consider a national divorce. Oh, well, here we go. She's a centrist now, um, not a civil war, but a legal agreement to separate our ideological and political disagreements by states while maintaining our legal union. Here's what she means, Texas fault. She means white states and black states. That's what she means. 
nowhere, nowhere in any kind of form of our country, in any point in our history, have we had our states divided up on borders based on ideological and political disagreements other than our congressional districts because Republicans have done that. And let me tell you something. I've been saying this over and over and over again. If you want, if you want a national divorce, I think we should lean into couples therapy, Marge. And I think what we should do is Democrats should start fucking gerrymandering the shit out of blue states. Any Democrat that has a set of balls should be out in front of a microphone every fucking day, not saying it like I say it. I'm the clown. I'm the one that gets to say, yay, they're going to gerrymander. Say it in a way that makes Republicans think about how they're fucking gerrymandering. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about this national divorce shit. If if we had couples therapy, is what I'm going to start calling it, in this country, where both couples participate in the same fucking therapy of gerrymandering and gerrymander the fucking shit out of blue states, that is the only way. I, I, I commend Barack Obama and Eric Holder trying to create this institution to try to fight gerrymandering dudes. It didn't work. It made it worse, it made it worse. What you need to do is lean into it, lean into the gerrymandering, show them that we are willing to use their fucking tactics to take power in this country, to push our woke ideology on them. And then they'll think hard about how fucking gerrymandering doesn't fucking help their ideology. It hurts it in the long run. What we need to do is fight these motherfuckers in the fight that we're in. And that that is what this bonehead, as much as she has no fucking clue what she's talking about, because frankly, even if we did divide up red states and blue states and divided them up, they would be fucking broke in a matter of minutes. I mean, absolutely flat fucking broke. They wouldn't have schools. They wouldn't have infrastructure. They wouldn't have jobs. No one would live in those fucking states. Nobody. Well, they would look be at the desert. demographics. Look at the demographics, okay? You take the red people out of the, the, the blue people out of the red states. What's their demographic? College educated, the professionals, the people. Yeah, I mean, and then the demographic demographic of the of, of the folks that are in that are in fucking California that are MAGA, they're f fucking morons. Mm -hmm. They're fucking trailer trash morons. You know, and uh, you swap that. The red states are fucking dead overnight. Guys, I hate to do this, but I have to no, run. That's fine. We'll continue. We'll continue. Thanks for Texas Ball for joining us. Everyone, it's, stay right here. We're going to go right back to Marjorie. It's been great Taylor to Green. see you folks. Yep. Love you guys. We'll, we'll, Love you we'll, too, man. We'll, we'll give Texas Ball a plug here in a minute, but I want to go back. Wanna, yeah, go uh, yeah, ahead. I go do want to jump on something. that. So what people need to understand here, and I'm sure a lot of the people in the comments and the audience do know this, is – who pays whose taxes, right? Or whose taxes cover the expenses of that state? And when you break it down, you realize that red states do a shitty job of covering their own tab. And as a result, blue states have to come in because they're typically generating more wealth or the economy is doing better or they, uh, they have a better system in place because it's run by a Democrat. I mean, that, those are just the facts, okay? You can look at all the data and all the stats you want and you can try to refute my claim right now. But good fucking luck, because what you'll see is that blue states cover the tab for red states. Our well, taxes and, cover but, those in other states. But let's go back to the red state, blue state thing, because that's really not what she's saying. Right. Because there is no ideology. There is no ideology. Right, there's no clear. I will say right. this: there is no way to clearly cut up like, oh, Southern Belt. Right. Boom. Because you'll actually notice that those states in 
the southern region actually are blue, right? Right. But because Why? of gerrymandering, it right. shows up red. Here, here's here's a prime example. Um, Georgia, Texas, Paul pointed it out earlier. Prime example of the state being blue, but it's also red, right? That that state is very very diverse, meaning mm-hmm. that it's the state that Marjorie Taylor Greene is from. Even though the part of the state that she lives in is only white, and her district is only white because they've made it that way, right. doesn't mean that it's it's a red state. Very few states are the majority one or the other, right? Yeah. Now it's very clear in the vote. Sometimes it happens. Uh, this happened the other day when I was blaming Ohioans. Uh, for the uh, the the train derailment, and people were pissed mm-hmm. off that I was blaming Ohioans because Which it oh, looks like, by the way, there's breaking news on that. Okay, well, well maybe we'll get yeah. to that. I'd like to talk about that if we can. Yeah, yeah. But um, I said I and someone in the comments was mad at me because they're like, oh, because I said stop voting for Republicans, and they said they've gerrymandered our state. That's all bullshit. You you are so full of shit. A governor's race is not gerrymandered. A fucking United States senator's race is not gerrymandered. That is bullshit. You can't tell me that the lines around the state are gerrymandered when the entire state votes on a United States senator and a fucking governor. It's not gerrymandered. The problem is, is boneheads are being boneheads, just like this fucking bonehead talking about this stuff. Now, um, let me see. Again, this is a lot of trash that she's saying. Um, uh Again, here's here, here's here's one point that she has, which is not a good point. It's just a point. Tragically, I think we, the left and the right, meaning she is a right-wing fucking freak. Mm-hmm. She's pointing that out, to be quite honest there. Have reached in... Con, ir, 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 oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Irreconcilable differences. Now... Yeah, which she, is the terminology that's used in, in her a divorce. divorce paper. Well, no, well, it, specifically her divorce, right, too. But that's what I'm saying. is She's reading her divorce papers, and she's going, oh, well, that's what we yeah. need nationally. She's so like, she's big projecting. words. She, right. hey, fuck you on the big words thing. No, no, no. I, I, mean, I, had, trouble I had trouble with it. I had trouble with it. No, Irreconcilable I, I differences. It is I stumble. Like you see IR and then I know, C's I know. I yeah. well, hey, like, I, I, know, I suck at reading. What are you gonna that's do? Fine, it's that's just fine. a good thing I'm... that hey, let's do the audience out there. I'm a horrible reader, I'm a dumb buck. You're just lucky I'm a liberal. That's all I'm saying. You're just lucky I'm a liberal. Um, but this this just trash keeps saying just this trash goes on and on. Look at this. Oh. Jesus. On and on and on and right. on with this trash. I but mean, it really it just, is. It, it is projection. It is her own issues, right? She's been talking about it years. I mean, we know that this woman is not faithful to her country. And by country, I mean marriage because she had multiple <laughs> affairs. But I mean, I, you know, I would say that the same is true to her country, right? Like if you really are loyal to your country, then you really would be a patriot. You wouldn't try to, you know, I don't know, uh, act a act of sedition and try to overthrow the government because you didn't like the outcome of the election that your your orange megalomaniac uh, Trump humping flag kissing uh, small hands waving Donald Trump, uh, you know, Lawson had a had a at a complete fucking tantrum, right? But we have to realize that, like, she is, she is one, you know, like you said, one hundred percent projecting onto her own from her own problems onto America, right? She was never loyal in her marriage. She was never loyal to her country, and is whatever whoever is paying the most money, and has the most amount of influence. Because just like Lauren Boebert, Marjorie Taylor Greene, fucking uh, George Santos, all of these people, 
They seek these positions not because they love this country. They seek these positions because they want power, they want money, and they want influence so that they can better themselves and their position in this country while also keeping other people who are not white or who not, who do not identify with these white supremacy, uh, white man is better, you should be thankful kind of bullshit. If they don't agree with that, then you get on the bottom. That is how it goes. And that's what all these people are. You know, Thomas Massey, fucking Paul Gosar, all of these people are not loyal. They do not love this, the marriage that is this country, right? We went through fucking tough times in the Civil Union or Civil War. We were, you know, still it the 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 marriage that is the United States, right? It's a rocky one. We have fights all the time. But obviously, democracy is the uh is really the couple's therapy of it all, right? It is really the thing that shall let everyone speak and let everyone have a voice and give their perspective. A divorce would say your voice doesn't matter and your tacos don't matter. And that's what the Republican Party is trying to push. They're trying to push that they don't support tacos. I couldn't agree with Jan more. I support <laughs> tacos and I support the diversity of tacos, to be quite yeah. honest with you. Uh, the, the I mean, I can make any I can make any political t- topic around tacos. tacos. I'll just Let's, say that. Well, that's what we should do on Taco Tuesday from now on. Um you 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 invoked George Santos's name, which oh, reminded me. I watched this whole interview, by the way. Did you really? Which reminded yeah. me. Now there's a lot of there's a lot of clips from it because it is George Santos. Oh. So like everything he says is fucking <clears throat> dumb. Yeah. <laughs> like everything he says. Is, was I mean, there gets, one moment where he says something that it isn't just like, dude, you're a dumbass. Dude, there is stuff in here. Like he talks like there's clips on it. There's actually a clip I want to share uh that I haven't seen anyone do. Most of this stuff is like do you have it? Claiming he's Jewish. No, I don't have it on me. Well, oh, I don't. Okay. I would well, let's, have to let's go Let's watch through, this. Yeah. Let's watch this. See if you can find it while we're while we're perusing through this portion. How long is this interview, by the way? The entire whole, I don't the want whole to... segment is an hour long. But Jesus there's a bunch of commercial. Christ, are you? He has a bunch of commercials. So it's, so it's forty-two minutes. Yeah, it's probably forty-some minutes, yeah. honestly. Because with TV, you know, you're going to get the forty-two minutes with the commercial yeah, breaks yeah. for an hour. But this is this is Pierce Morgan, and you know, fuck Pierce Morgan. To be quite honest with you, fuck him. I'm no. I it, it, fuck that asshole. But it is it is kind of telling that George Santos decided to do this with Pierce Morgan. When I started watching some of these clips, I'm like, oh, this makes sense. Why he would do it with Pierce Morgan. But watch. But it didn't go. go it didn't go the way well, that he wanted. Well, no, no, no. What I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying that was intentional. I'm mm-hmm. saying he knew an interview. He knew an interview with a serious reporter would have went real. Would have went yeah. way south. With Pierce Morgan, it's kind of like it's kind of like a clown interviewing a clown. Why he's a clown, right? It, it, and it, in the interview, he tries to make these jokes against Biden, and right. you know, be like, oh, well, Biden's actually the number one you know, biggest liar. And uh, I'm Pierce Morgan doesn't two. really, like he's trying to find, there are moments in the interview where George Santos is trying to relate and throw other people under the bus or say it's just how the fucking political machine works or Joe Biden this or Joe Biden that. And Pierce Morgan, for the most part, is like, hey, look, I have my own differences, but you, you're you, claimed, you said your own thing was that you said you were Jewish. And he goes, I never said I was Jewish. And he's like, you literally yeah. just said <laughs> you were Jewish. You claimed this because of your family side. Oh, it's fucking bananas, let, man. Let, I'm, gonna, let, I'm gonna have to do a breakdown of this whole interview because it's uh, let me tell crazy. you, let me tell you, you know, we could just we could do a special stream where we just 
We just watched. It would take about three hours to get through yeah. it, probably with commentary. But let's let's watch this short little clip. See if you can find that other yeah, one yeah. that you want to show. You never got a master's in business at New York. University. No, no, like I said, no. Right. I mean, again, <laughs> you don't think people would find this out. You know, Pierce. Not after I. You're, had... not, you're not running to be like a reality TV. No, star, no, I understand. Right? You know, if you if you were going on Celebrity Apprentice, which I went on, right? It doesn't matter. You can. Even... You see what I mean by Pierce Morgan was the perfect person to do this, and the it's... reason why is because is because now now people cannot accuse George Santos of lying about his lies. Right. That that is what they're, they're trying to rebrand him, folks, as just a Republican. I've been telling you this. I've been telling you this since this motherfucker came in the news. We we saw the other day some motherfucker from Tennessee is just as big of a liar as George Santos, but he's a straight white dude, so no one fucking paid attention to that. Right. Santos has got has got a Brazilian last name, and he's supposedly gay. So right away they seize on him. They seize on him, and the Republicans are the ones who attacked him first. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the Democrats. It was the Republicans in his fucking district that are like, get out, bitch. Get yeah. the fuck out, because he duped them. But Pierce Morgan is the perfect clown for this clown show, and that's why they did it this way, because a real reporter would have not done this back and forth where he's like, yeah, well, I uh, like on The Celebrity Apprentice, because I was on The Celebrity yeah, Apprentice. The, like, the subtle, the, like the humble, the humble right. brag. Look, if you were, if you were embellishing... You know, like we're all on Celebrity Apprentice and you say these things because you want to sound better, but you flat out lied. And I mean, there were moments where I watch this interview and I'm like, ah, you could have pushed a little harder. But also, I mean, you know, for the sake of the interview, I thought it was good that a lot of this stuff got brought up. And he was challenged at points. Right. But I think he could have been challenged more. Right. I have have to say that Pierce Morgan is a fucking clown and that's why they had him do this. Because if you would have had someone real, a real fucking journalist, a real fucking person who knows how to interview someone like this, not just play, because Pierce Morgan is doing this for his own fucking benefit. Oh, yeah. Santos. I mean, this is pure for Pierce Morgan's fucking benefit. That mm-hmm. fucking scumbag. He's not doing it for the American people. He's not doing it to get the truth out there. Yeah. He's doing it just like he did the Trump interview. Same mm-hmm. stupid ass shit, Pierce Morgan. But um, let's continue with this one. Did you get the other one? Yeah. Let's see what else they say in this clip. Belly stuff about yourself. Nobody cares, right? But to run for Congress of the United States and to just tell blatant lies about even your academic record. I'm just struck, not necessarily that a politician would lie, but that you would think no one would find out. Well, I'll I'll humor you this. I ran in 2020 for the same exact seat um, for Congress, and I got away with it then, and I guess... Right. Well, that's honest. Stupid. Oh my God! Pierce See, Morgan like, says, is, "Okay, well, yeah. okay, well, okay. that's honest. Uh, that's a, that, you know I what? Guess that's an excuse. You don't lie. Then we're just going to exonerate this is you from the your same, life. The same logic that George Santos uses here, which is, I did it in 2020, and nobody stopped me then, so I did it again. I don't see a problem. Nobody stopped me along the way. Every single morning, one, right?" I- so what what I see here is the same excuse that you hear from Marjorie Taylor Greene, who says, ah, train derailments happen all the time. Shit spills, people die. It's whatever. When you hear that, 
you should probably say, uh, how do we avoid that, right? Maybe we invest in infrastructure. Regulation. Regulation, right? Re- regulation would be the good idea. That would be the thing that we do, Make right? sure it, we regulate toxic chemicals and people so transporting Marjorie, toxic yeah, chemicals. And when Marjorie I don't Taylor know, Green, like thing. in Tucson, Arizona, there was also another one. It was nitric acid that came out that nobody's really talking about. I'm, I'm going to end up doing a, what was that on – on this whole train derailment, derailment yeah. bullshit, you know, that's happening because it's a lot of, and a lot of it is distraction, right? Just like the balloon, it's all distraction to place blame. And now Biden is actually taking over, uh, well, having the EPA take over um, because DeWine and the rest of these Republicans. Is that the breaking news? That's the breaking news. And so he's actually having the EPA take over because DeWine and, and J.D. Vance and all these other people who are busy, by the way, the same day that the train derailment happened, February 3rd, J.D. Vance is having with a fucking gun point at the sky like he's going to shoot down the, sp- the Chinese spy balloon. That same time, it took him 10 days to release a statement from his office talking about the train derailment. Why didn't that he just shoot you. the train? Why didn't he just shoot the train? Maybe he did shoot. You I know, know what? I'm just maybe, saying. Maybe. Maybe I'm just he, saying. Shot the, he shot the spy balloon and the bullet fell because, you know, whatever goes up, comes down, hits the train and cause a derailment. Can we get can we get someone to email email uh, J.D. Vance's official office for me so we mm. can get him on the show so I can ask him why he sh- didn't shoot at the plane like he was going to shoot at the balloon. Right. I want to ask him that question. That's a good question. I don't know. I and just so want to ask him so, Yeah. So thankfully. <laughs> why the fuck didn't you use yeah. your gun? Hey, I mean, you could have you, you totally could have stopped everything. With the gun, because right. guns solve all the problems. I mean, right. we all know this. Now, so what you're saying is not only do we have balloonatics, now they've turned into trainatics. Trainatics. Yeah. Trainatics. Okay, yeah. well, this is or derailatics. Derailatics. Hey, that's even better. Derailatics. Um, here, here's the little clip. So I think how this long, is a so this is 20 minutes in. Yeah, yeah. This is 20 minutes in. I think it's just a few, it's like a couple minutes of him. But this is him. This is a clip that nobody's talking about. And I'm going to make a I'm gonna uh, do a little snippet of this. He's talking about Friends of Pets United, okay? Friends of Pets United is the organization that he started and he ran, okay? Keep that in mind. It is his organization. So what he's about to say right here is not going to be surprising because you're going to be like, oh, that totally makes sense why he would say what he's about to say. But the fact that now he's trying to change the narrative is what I find funny. And this is the first time we've heard him go into this I guess, level of detail, which is not much, but the excuse he gives. Um, I, I just want to point out, I missed something on the J.D. Vance talk. J.D. Vance mm. is a dickhead. Oh, sorry, sorry about that. I forgot 100%. that. 100%. Now we can move on to the George yeah, Santos yeah, yeah. clip because, yes, J.D. Vance is a dickhead. Jersey that saved 2,500 dogs and cats over a five-year period. That's true? That's true. Um, but I wasn't alone in, in the operation. Uh, I had... There was a multitude of people. We were all volunteers. I was the operator. I was one of the, I think we were seven founders, if I'm not mistaken, between New York and New Jersey. Uh, my advocacy in, in animal uh, welfare and animal rights is, it stems from my childhood. I've always very compassionate towards animals. I own four dogs at home. They're all rescues to, to one sort. I call it the home of misfits. They're all unwanted, three legs, heart murmur, you know, the issues like that. And um, now... Everybody is after all the revelations about the organization. I wasn't in charge of any of the. I mean, the weird thing is there were no social media accounts for it. No, text oh, those wrote... were all deleted. Well, 
there were no the ones that anyone could find, no tax records, no evidence of the charity being registered in either New York or New Jersey. They did run one fundraiser with a rescue group in New Jersey in 2017, for which you charged a $50 entry fee. But the group which staged the event said it never received any funds. And I can attest that that is not true. The funds all ran through through the group, and the the post of the of the facility was who was in charge of all of our of our filings. So this came to a surprise as much. But as what happened to, me to the tax records to the social media? I, I, I was I wasn't in charge of any of that. It was never set up as a charity. Well, I I wouldn't know that. I was the operator. I was the guy putting cats out of the streets into my car, taking them to get. I understand that, but, but so I was in charge of that. I know, but when you say you're the operator of this of this foundation and there's literally no record of any of it, it doesn't doesn't lend much credibility to your operational skills. Like, <laughs> so well, I mean, I mean, so yeah, so that's the that's the that's like the core of it right there. But the idea that George Santos is now claiming, he goes, there were seven founders. And if you actually watch the interview, and I'll do a what was that on this, because it's so fucking crazy what he says. But inside this interview, he Pierce Morgan goes, okay, so who would have access to this other stuff, right? Like, how do we follow up? And he goes, oh, it have to be one of the other founders. He goes, well, can you give me the names? And he goes, oh, I don't remember who might have who was. So now George Sanders is making up this idea that there were seven founders, between New York and New Jersey, and that the paperwork was not actually him, despite George Santos being the money man. Remember, he said he was a Wall Street whiz and all this stuff, which he also gets called out by Pierce Morgan's interview. So now he's saying, oh, you know what? I actually wasn't involved in the day-to-day operations, even though I was the operations manager. I was picking up dogs and taking them here and there and also losing dogs. If anyone remembers the story I told and also broke the story on what was that, uh, which I'll probably go into uh, when I do this one. But the idea that George Santos now is like, oh, you know what? I actually, I was just a volunteer and it wasn't my organization kind of thing. Or even though it is his organization, he was the CEO, president, co-founder or founder. And now he's trying to claim that, oh, you know what? It was this, It was it, one of these other other people who I can't name you right now on TV. They're AI. They're probably yeah, they're, AI. They're, it's completely made up. It's a, uh, it's, it's, I, you know, and it, it really Can you is. imagine George Santos lying? Can you imagine that? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Um, uh, <laughs> the dogs ate his paperwork coming from, oh I mean, God. it really is that excuse, you know, it, the Space dogs ate the so filings and, and just know I've looked up, I've looked up business records in New York, New Jersey, Delaware, Florida, nothing. I, I have to say, I know um, your your work your work goes untold sometimes, but like over the last month, Gabe Sanchez literally has been working his ass off to f- try to figure out who the fuck is George Santos. Yeah. Like There's literally, one. who the here's, fuck here's is another he? little fun fact for you. I would I had a well before <clears throat> before the text messages kind of stopped. Me and another person were having a text message conversation with George Santos. What? And we're, yeah, we were having no, a text no, 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 no. You, you mean you mean another George Santos? Not no, not no, Anthony, no, 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 no. not Anthony Devolder. It was it was Anthony Devolder. Uh, <laughs> but we were having we were legitimately were having a text message conversation, yeah. and I will probably I'll probably I'll I'll do I'll make a video about that where he shares 
here's the thing. The timing of his text messages to us to when he starts sharing a photo of his golden retriever, he sent us text messages three to four minutes before he sent these tweets. He's like, oh, here's my dog that's in surgery. We knew his dog got surgery on Friday. And then on Monday, he releases this tweet for like Monday afternoon being like, oh, here's my old nine-year-old uh, golden retriever, da 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 this and that. The line about the house of misfits, he lives with in a house of misfits. He fucking said that in a text message to us on Friday night before <laughs> did he last know week. did he know it was you texting him no, no. <laughs> I mean w- well we told him we told him because yeah. we sent we you, sent wait him, wait 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 you lied to him How I never said you? who I was oh, I never okay. said who I was uh she I had just, someone you just you just left out that part I I had someone sent a send a text message to say mm-hmm. can you give us comment on this story which was my story yeah. about the two dogs going missing that, what was that you did yeah, and then what was that? He could not give comment. He said uh, the the organization is it's uh, defamation and sm- it's a smear campaign and all this stuff. Would not comment on the legitimacy of it, and then tried to say, "Oh, you know what? Actually, the organization can't be trusted." Uh, yeah, George Sanders is working his material. <laughs> on I mean, honestly, he's testing me because I'm like. Oh what I God. what I see happening here is he tried to make a joke. If anyone picked it up, he tried to hit this like heartstring moment where he talks like, oh, I, I like to say that I'm in a house full of misfits. I got a dog with three legs and this, a heart murmur, that. Pierce Morgan's like, uh-huh. And, and the smile jokiness of it, he immediately collapses and goes, well, I actually wasn't in charge of this stuff. I didn't actually do this. In the same way that he tried to deny his involvement at, you know, uh, Citibank and Goldman Sachs and how he was Jewish, but not Jewish, you know, kind of thing. It's a fucking, this whole <laughs> interview is fucking crazy. You I know what? The, the best part about this whole thing is George Santos is just an ignorant son of a bitch. He's just an ignorant oh, yeah. son of a bitch. And he's not, he's not outside the realm of any re- regular Republican. And I, I know a lot of people make, you know, these, uh, they, they want him to be the liar of all liars, but he's just a Republican. Yeah. And and more than anything, when Gabe sends me some stuff, <laughs> I'm like, yep, just <laughs> typical everyday average Republican shit. Mm-hmm. Like it, just what I thought. Um, P2 on, <laughs> on YouTube says, how dare you lie to honest George Santos? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I just I can't get enough of it. Listen, I wanted to show a clip of Tucker Carlson. Yeah, do it. Um, Let's play it. Well, you got time? Yeah, I got time. Oh, OK, great. We'll go a little longer for this clip. I didn't yeah. know because uh, it's going to take a minute because I'm I'm going to talk about this shit. That's fine. Um, That's fine. We this, can talk about it. This has to do with Russia. And oh, of, uh, course. of course, he's Putin's little bitch. Uh-huh. Uh, um, Tucker is. Yeah. Um, now, I said to this video, if you're, I would still also say, I would also say George Santos is probably Putin's, Putin's bitch. bitch too. Well, I, I mean, mean, we know, Paul, well, we, well, we definitely know Paul Gosar is his tweet well, yesterday. Trump, Trump. I mean, can we just say Republicans not only are just they're liars, they're also pussy ass Putin bitches. Can we just? Oh say yes, that? the pap, the pap, pap, pap. Yeah, we're getting we're getting way too many nicknames. Um, but this guy definitely is a pussy ass bitch, and he's definitely Putin's pussy ass bitch. This is if you're still standing around wondering why part of the country is is fucking is is fucking supporting Putin and the stupid propaganda. This mm-hmm. is this is why right here. Listen to this stupid shit. 
People used to tell you that Donald Trump was stupid. Remember that? He's an idiot. He is. He, he, people still say that. A yeah. lot of people are saying, Gabe, every time he makes a video or sends out a truth on Truth Social, a lot of we are reminded that. how much of a fucking idiot Donald Trump is. Now, we're not going to sit here and tell you it was a smart idea to turn the White House over to Jared Kushner. It was not. But it's all. Was that a knock at Jared Kushner? It feels yeah. like Tucker Carlson has something against Jared. And I can't put my I can't put my nose on it exactly what it is that he would hate Jared Kushner for. I'm not really sure if it's how ishish he is, or mm. I'm not really sure. Maybe it is Tucker's little I don't know. Because if you've have you ever watched neo-Nazis talk about Trump and they're like how he's the savior and he's done yeah, a lot yeah, yeah. for white power. And then at one point, someone will ask, and I think it's a vice interview is one of them. That's really good mm-hmm. where they're talking to like a neo-Nazi group leader. And they're like, what about, what about Ivanka Trump and Jared Kushner? And I mean, they just go red just like that. And they're like, Oh, those Jews, like the anti-Semitism just absolutely oh, yeah. controls their inner being. I almost, I don't, I don't know for sure, but it, feels like yeah it's like uh it's uh definitely like we got away with the anti-semitism live on the air right you know it, and then and then it because feels his, like that because his obviously counterpoint would be like oh i wasn't talking about him being jewish guys i was talking about him you know uh botching this or messing right. this up or being jewish yeah when talking about him being jewish i was talking about him being jewish Right. Yeah. Uh, it does have that little tone of anti-Semitism. I'm, I'm just saying, let's keep going. Also true, if we're being honest, and we should be, that Donald Trump had far wiser instincts about American foreign policy than any leader in at least a generation. And what he means by that is he loved fucking autocrats. He yeah. loved dictators. He loves Kim Jong-un. He loves, he loves Vladimir xenophobia. Putin. He right. loves... Or ban Islamophobia. Right. He loves banning Muslims from right. the U.S. Right, like that's all the white power stuff. Loves. All right. the white power stuff that Tucker Carlson loves. Trump did that. That's why right. Tucker Carlson. I mean, same. You know, Tucker Carlson's another person who very much so uh, believes in a national divorce. Right, he's the right. guy that'd be with Marjorie Taylor Greene saying, "Yes, let's get a divorce." You know, we should fucking split this too. Right, like, that's. I mean. Tucker Carlson is because, again, we learned and I haven't even gone through all of the Fox files, but the Fox files show you how they, you know, they explicitly called out these people as fucking lunatics and idiots and deranged (laughs) this and all this brought them on the show because they knew what they would say, but also didn't also believe in what they were saying, because we saw that if you played the middle ground, like you weren't crazy, you know, I'm not crazy. They're the crazy ones. Right. Well, and it's what Tucker Carlson does best. Are we supposed to are we supposed to just not believe Sydney mm-hmm. Powell? Are we just supposed to believe that she's a lunatic? Are we just supposed to believe that Donald Trump is what they say he is, is an idiot and dumb and not capable of governing? Are we just supposed to believe that at face value? Are we supposed to question it? You see what he does? That's what yeah. the fuck he does. The reason why here's the reason. Let me let me tell you. The reason why I'm good at forming the stupid questions that Tucker Carlson does, and and I know this is going to piss a lot of people off, and it may scare some people away, but I don't give a fuck. It's because I know what propaganda is. I'm very good at it. 
And Tucker Carlson is very fucking good at it. Go look up the word propaganda. It's not scary. It's scary when someone like Tucker Carlson has a microphone that he has and has the capability of pushing propaganda on fucking dummies in this country. Mm -hmm. When you're propagating lies, it has an effect on our national fucking structure and political body. It really, truly does. And I don't know if you know this. But the reason why so many people in this country fucking love Putin is because of this nonsense. Listen. And he did it without the help of anyone. None of his advisors wanted to hear his views on foreign policy. In fact, they desperately wanted Trump to be quiet, but Trump wouldn't. What's the point of NATO, he asked, nearly 30 years after. That's not what he asked. That's what Tucker Carlson is asking. Again, Trump said NATO's terrible. NATO sucks. Trump never asked a question in his entire fucking life because he's not curious about anything other than himself. The reason why Tucker Carlson is so good at this is what he just did. He put a question that never entered Donald Trump's mouth into his mouth as if Donald Trump said it. Well, he's he's, you know, he's taking because what he's doing is he's taking little tiny bits of truth. Right. Donald Trump talking about NATO and saying how they're terrible and then paraphrasing that into a question. So he's coupling some truth and throwing it within this uh, shell of uh, shit. Right. And by saying, why does NATO even exist? Right. Why do we have it? That's kind of crazy. I'm just asking questions. Right. Well, again, I'm sure someone will clip the part where I said, I'm really good at propaganda. I'm sure they'll clip that part. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Let me make it bigger so you can clip me bigger when I'm saying I'm really good at propaganda. That way they can. Yeah, there it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time just stamp like, it. That way you can. Yeah, why not? Fuck it. You know, what What am I going to do? Let's continue with Tucker's propaganda. Fall of the Soviet Union. No one in Washington could answer him. Shut up, racist, they replied. But Trump just kept going in his Trumpy way. Why would we fight Trumpy way? Wouldn't making Russia our enemy just drive Putin into the arms of China and create the most powerful and dangerous anti-American bloc in history? See, and and this is where Tucker's trying to raise his propaganda. And what he does is he leads the ignorant sheep to this moment where they're Mm -hmm. like, yeah, that is the. No, that's not the question. That's the dumbest question I've ever heard of in my life. As if China, the, 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 the craziest part about it all is that President Xi is some kind of schlub and mm-hmm. that and that he is beholden to Putin or fucking Trump. And right. really the most the most powerful fucking autocrat in the world is Xi. That mm-hmm. that Xi Jinping is the p- most powerful autocrat in the entire world at this point at this moment. Why do you think Donald Trump is always like I love that guy. Oh man, I want to be just like him King. because right, I want to be king. I want to be dictator Xi. I mean, he when he talks about Xi Jinping and his lifetime presidency, it's almost like he doesn't even need to take Viagra to get his little mushroom. Oh, boner. yeah. He gets so oh, excited. Yeah, I mean, like, so the, fucking hard. What, what you see Tucker Carlson doing right now is he's probing the right. idea, right? He's putting it out there, saying that other people are saying, you know, right. the thing with Donald Trump is Donald Trump says many people are saying this and typically it's just he himself and well, I, right? Like me, myself and I are the many people that are saying this thing. And then you put it out there and you say enough times. And a lot of people believe that is actually what people are saying. Right. And that is what his followers believe. And then on Tucker Carlson's show, he will rephrase the questions, pivot it this way, then say, Oh, well, you know, 
why is it so bad? Some people are asking these questions. I'm just asking questions. I'm just an inquisitive person, you know? Yeah. And so you see that you finally, you, I mean, not finally, but you see this idea that Tucker Carlson is probing American minds, right wing American minds with the idea of, Hey, what do you think about this foreign policy? What do you think would happen if China and Russia come together because America's anti-Russia and America's a bad one because Russia's a good one? And before we said communist China, but now China is teaming up with Russia and enemy of my enemy is my friend. And so it's like they should team up because America's being a big bad bully right now. And Biden is the big bully that is charging us forward with but he's Ukraine. Weak. But he's weak but and he's feeble. weak. And he's in a basement, I don't understand. but he's also walking while sirens are happening in Ukraine. <laughs> but the thing is, China doesn't want to do shit with Russia. Russia doesn't want to do a shit with China. Well, maybe, who knows, in terms of force. But then you've got people like Tucker Carlson and right-wing news who are just probing, just asking questions. We're just asking questions. We just want to see what you guys think. Just because the idea is that if they throw it out there enough times to say some people, they're saying, he's saying, uh, you know, military experts are are saying this, whatever it might be. He wants enough people then to be talking about it, right? It's this idea that if I talk about it enough and say other people are talking about it, then other people are going to talk about it. And now there's a lot of people talking about it. And so when the idea of these two, you know, forces coming together against America They've now been primed to understand that, oh, you know what? That's actually not a bad thing. If they come against America, it's really they're going against Joe Biden. And if they help take out Joe right. Biden, Joe Biden's the can, enemy. Yeah, exactly. Joe Biden's and the it's enemy. Not, it's not America. It's not like, hey, look, if they shoot one person in the house, right, or whatever, right? Like right. they murder one person, they're, not they're trying to get away you. with that. Right. right. It's like, oh, it's not, it's not every, everyone's not bad, right? right? It's just a one person. And so, well, I mean, this is how fascists think. But here's a good story about information, because I said I'm really good at propaganda. And again, that's probably <laughs> someone's going to clip that eventually, um, if, especially if I say it enough times, especially if people are saying that I'm good at propaganda. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all everyone's saying it. I mean, I, uh, I, many people are saying many people are Tony saying, is good at propaganda. Many people are saying that many people like two uh, right now. Um, but. But here's how information works. Here's a little story. And I told this uh, in the moment. I helped, I go. I went and helped a friend move into his house, like unload his U-Haul. You know what I mean? And another one of his friends showed up. I don't know the guy. First time I ever met him. He's kind of young, meaning younger than I am. He's in his 20s, right? He said he's he hasn't really got out into the world yet. And it was right after, like a day after um, Paul Pelosi got smashed in the head with a hammer by a MAGA assassin, right? By a Trump upped white dude who wanted to kill Nancy Pelosi and ended up it just being Paul in the house, smashing the head with a hammer. It's like the day, it was like the day after that right. happened. Now we were unloading, and of course, this guy is a fucking, you know, he's on Facebook, he's a Moglodite, he's a bonehead, he's a trumped up white dude, right? And I'm trying to talk some sense into this stupid motherfucker. Mm -hmm. And he starts talking about Paul Pelosi. And at the at that point, you got to remember the day after it happened, they were like, oh, he was naked. They were having sex and right. all kinds of just crazy shit because Tucker Carlson was on Fox. He's like, were they having sex? Were they were they gay lovers? What we need to know this. The, the police department in San Francisco is not telling us why are they not telling us this stuff? Like yeah. interjecting all these ideas. Now, later, we were carrying the TV. 
into the basement. And and we I, I, I think I had the TV or a TV stand, something about the TV, carrying it into my friend's basement where it was mm-hmm. in theory B. And he says, yeah, now he can watch all his Fox News down here. My friend is a liberal. Like, yeah, yeah. This guy is not. And I said, I said, oh, you watch Fox News, do you? He said, well, actually, I don't. I just knew that would trigger you. And I said, it's funny because I'm not triggered. I said, what you don't understand is how information works. He said, what do you mean? I said, you really don't watch Fox News. He said, no, I don't watch Fox News. I said, but not but 15 minutes ago, you repeated every single thing that Fox News said about the Paul Pelosi hammer attack without any, without ever watching Fox News, without ever watching it. I said, the thing that makes you really dumb and ignorant isn't that you watch Fox News or don't watch Fox News. It's that you don't understand how information works. You're not really clear on how it works and how it's delivered to you and how you're being mind fucked by by Fox News without even having to watch it. And when I explained it to him for about five seconds, oh man, for about five seconds, I had this guy. I had mm-hmm. him. He was on the hook and he was like, oh my God, maybe I, nope. No, not going to do it. No, 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 no. I'm way too white. I'm way too white for that. I mean, he just, he just turned, he just turned, but that is truly how information works. And what you're saying is true. This is exactly why he does this stuff. Tucker Mm -hmm. Carlson, that is. And I want to show you something that Paul, I don't know if this is a real picture or not. I I don't, I don't know. It seems like a real t-shirt. It says, I'd rather be a Russian than a Democrat. I don't know Mm -hmm. real who's wearing it or not, but I'm just saying, I'm just saying. (laughs) I'm just oh I don't know. God. Many people are saying this Many is Tucker Carlson wearing Tucker Carlson. Rather be a Russian than a Democrat. Right. Please, I tweeted this. Please I, I retweeted. So go to my timeline if you want to grab this. Um and please don't don't spread this around the internet. That would be yeah, no, totally would irresponsible. Not like it for sure. no. That would be totally irresponsible because this is this is this looks like disinformation or misinformation. Mm-hmm. Um so it would be totally, totally not right to spread this around. On the internet. Oh my God. We're we're 17 minutes over. We're 17 mm-hmm. minutes over. I, I appreciate the audience sticking around uh for the Tucker Carlson clip. And Gabe Sanchez, we're glad to have you back. Yeah. Everyone, everyone missed you yesterday. Well, what do you got for what was that? Give us give us a little plug here. Uh yeah. So uh what was that? I've got uh upcoming episodes are gonna be focused on what the next one I think is going to be Lauren Bobert. Attempting to attack Rachel Maddow on Twitter and then just getting owned. I mean, that's, know, a, cut, that's a really bad mistake. I would have. Yeah, had. that was a really, I mean, like, here's the thing Rachel Maddow oh, didn't even have to comment on it. It was the fact that Lauren Boebert was like, oh, they're all, uh, everyone learned, or Biden's regime learned how to govern from Rachel Maddow. Yeah, she's fucking smart, dude. She's a fucking Rhodes Scholar, not like Amy Coney Barrett, who was a Rhodes College graduate, <laughs> right? A Rhodes Scholar. <laughs> But anyway, so I've got one coming up about that. I've also, I'm going to do one about this train derailment um, and this distraction. I'll probably throw in the spy balloons to go with the theme of distraction. Uh, and then, uh, and then, I'll, oh, and then obviously this George Santos interview. There's other like little episodes I do along the way, which are who the fuck is George Santos? Mm-hmm. But this so one, like, think, they're like mini, what was They're that? like mini, like here's a synopsis of things that happened in like the last week or last two weeks. I cover. I've got another one that's coming out. Just to I keep think. up. Just, just to, to keep, keep up. Because there's always something every week, right? So I'll have another full 
full length. What was that? Um, that'll probably be dedicated to George Santos on this interview specifically, just for the shit that he said. Uh, but there's always little things that come up. So, well, everyone, uh, go to go to uh, patreon.com slash I am Gabe Sanchez. Check out what was that over there? Patreon.com slash I am Gabe Sanchez uh, and see what's coming up with the what was that and the additional benefits and uh, early access and behind the scenes access you get yeah. on patreon.com slash I heard. I also, I also heard that somebody may have had issues yesterday trying to do it so they weren't able to. Um, to subscribe. And I think when I, when I looked online, uh, basically you could try two things. One, you could try logging out, logging back in. You could try, uh, logging in on a different advi- a device. Um, or you're talking about Patreon. Yeah. It sounded like somebody, I, I was, uh, I think there's like an some- update in the app, <clears throat> I, I believe, but also if you, if, um, because I have Patreon too, and I want to thank everyone for yeah. getting over a hundred yesterday. That was pretty cool. And, and our next goal is 150, but on my Patreon, and maybe we should talk about this for a second, but if you down, make sure you download the Patreon app. Um, if you're going to be on Patreon and I discovered this once I opened up my Patreon. And the reason why is because I'm posting stuff over there. Like in the mornings I post when the show's coming on, if I find a meme, I'll, I'll post mm-hmm. something like I announced you were coming back and Texas. Paul was going to join us today. Um, for sure. Once I, once I uh, confirm those things, and so I'm posting stuff over there and I'm posting early social media. But if, if you're out there and, and you're joining the Patreon or you're interested in joining Patreon, minor Gabe's either way, make sure you download the app on your phone because it's almost like a social media app. Mm-hmm. Um, or you should look at it that way. That's kind of how I'm looking at it. Yeah. Like as I'm posting and responding and trying to get to your, your direct, your DMs. Cause a lot of people sent me DMs. So I, I'm trying to respond to those. So I use the app. I mean, I use it on my computer too, but I use the app a lot when I'm on the go. So download the Patreon app and make sure it's updated. That might be part of the problem if you're if you're not um, doing that. So go to patreon.com slash I am Gabe Sanchez or what was that show.com. Mm-hmm. Again, it's patreon.com slash I am Gabe Sanchez. You can watch it for free, but you get all the extras yeah. over there on Patreon. Little, and it helps. Yeah, I put little designs in there. I'll yeah. let you know upcoming episodes, stuff that happens outside the studio, which is just Ooh, this area behind right the here. Scenes, behind the yeah. scenes. You don't show them any like... Um, it's not like um, like an OnlyFans thing, is it? I'm just wondering. I'm if you pay enough money. Oh, okay. Well, I was thinking about doing an OnlyFans type tier on mine. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I Maybe mean, look. Yeah. I'll show. I'll show a little skin. <laughs> I'll show a little skin. <laughs> uh, we're attention whores. It happens. It happens. Also, I I want to tell you. Uh, go visit Texas Paul. RealTexasPaul.com. The link is down in the description on YouTube. Um, so go check out Texas Paul. We think Texas Paul, he had to run. I'm not sure why. I hope everything's okay over there. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe he just had to, uh, you know, go. Um, but uh, <laughs> but I um, uh, hope everything's okay. And also subscribe to the YouTube channel. We're getting so close uh, to our goal of 20,000. We're over 14 now. We're so close. I know it feels like, like 6,000. That's a lot. It's not really that many. It's not really that many. There's 14, over 14,000 of you. If, if you just get a half a person, I don't know if you know a half a person, but if you just get a half a person to come uh, subscribe to the Tony Michaels podcast on YouTube, we'll get to 20,000 quick, fast, and in a hurry. And bam, so, bam. Also download every single episode of the Tony Michaels podcast on Apple, Spotify, and Google. And you can also watch it on the Upwires YouTube channel. Just go to upwire.com and follow the link there. And make sure if you're an Amazon Prime user, you go subscribe to it on Twitch. If you log into Twitch, Gabe Sanchez, with your Prime account, you get one free subscription. 
And you can oh. use that subscription to the Tony Michaels podcast, which helps us keep going. And Amanda, you want three hours that helps us get the three hours out there mm -hmm. um, because it really is not a timing thing. As you noticed, we can do three hours pretty easy. It's more of a, this is our day job. This is our yeah. job. And we got, we got to try to pay the bill. I just so saw uh, Jared, hustles. Jared Benton, B I, uh, oh, sorry, Jared Brinton. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much. He just says, join the just, Patreon. Just join the Patreon. Beep, thank beep. you so much. We need like a beep, sound. Beep, beep. I know. I, I feel like we should, if, if people join live on the show, they get a call out there, you know? I think there's probably a tool that we can use. That's oh. an automated thing, but you know, I'm, I'm, fucking yeah, horrible well, yeah. that. I'm horrible at that. Um, and, and see, I'm getting direct messages from Patreon as we speak. My notifications are coming in. So go download the Patreon app. I'm dead serious. Go download mm -hmm. the Patreon app on your phone. You don't have to join right away. Cause I think your lowest tier is five bucks. My lowest tier is five bucks. And I want to explain mm -hmm. that. Cause I, I tried to explain that last week when you weren't here. Um, is the reason why we have two separate ones. Mine is for my additional content that I make for you on Patreon. Like mm -hmm. I give you the early access to social media. I do the Sunday rant. Um, I'm posting stuff over there. I'm interacting with you guys over there. So that's what that is. And then we're going to do the ask me anything. Um, we're going to have the, the Patreon parties. There's going to be a lot of stuff that we're going to do over there, but yours is for what was that? So yeah, yeah. when you join Gabe's understand that that, your funds, if you have the money to join this Patreon, that is going towards that content. That is very, that is very important. And your money to me is going towards my content that I'm giving you on Patreon. So that's the support that you're giving. That's why we have two separate ones. Because in a few people that were like, why you have separate ones? Mm -hmm. It's because we're doing two separate things um, in our Patreons. But it keeps us in this seat as well. Because this is like our job. Commentary is our job. So mm -hmm. we're trying to make a living. And this show is free, and we want to keep it free for everyone to listen to two hours a day. Hopefully, Amanda, you'll get your wish soon uh, for three hours. Maybe Gabe will only be here for an hour and a half, too. But I, I might be here for three full hours every day. So hopefully you get your wish soon. That's what I'm hoping for 2024 because we need to keep pushing. We need to keep leaning yeah. into democracy and also keep supporting us. I know that sounds crazy that we're like, Pimp, 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 but it is our living, right? It's our living. Yeah. So go to store.dtonymichaels.com, store.dtonymichaels.com, get some surfs up merch. And Gabe Sanchez uh, is promising me this week that we're going to have this uh, PAB 45. We got yep. two design yeah, yeah. thoughts that we have one that you're working on, one that we're <laughs> trying to put together on another thing. So um, well, give us your word, Gabe Sanchez, that this week, I'm putting you on the spot. This week we'll have this we'll have the, this week. This week. week we will get a <laughs> PAB 45 shirt. I really, I, already, I, I was hoping the weekend, but you got busy. I got yeah, busy. I know, it, just, I know. it became a, it became a whole. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So It'll it, happen. it happened. All right, everyone at same time, same place tomorrow. Surf's up motherfuckers. You've been listening to the Tony Michaels podcast. podcast in your face commentary of current events and political news. No rules, no boundaries. I think we've made that perfectly clear. We hope you enjoyed the show and we'll be back soon. In the meantime, follow Tony on social media at the Tony Michaels. And until next time, raise a fist and repeat after me. Fuck them. Murphy's Mealborn, head-ass speaking.